Hey guys, Doc here to tell you about something that could really give you the edge in gaming. I'm talking about our show sponsor, Fade Grips. Thumbstick grips as well as controller grips that give comfort, precision, and control so you can take your gaming to the next level. Just go to FadeGrips.store and check out all they have to offer. And with our promo code, CAG20, at checkout, you can get 20% off your entire order. That's FadeGrips.store with offer code CAG20. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 45 of Cross Atlantic Gaming. I'm your host Risky the Kid and joining me this week are my co-hosts Doc, H1X1. Hello, hello. And Chocolate. Howdy doody. It's a nice quiet show with no guest hosts. How do you guys feel about that? A little intimate maybe? Ah, get those plebs out of here, you know what I'm saying? It's not like <laughs> oh, they're ever going to hear this. I think what? they're patrons so I oh, think that falls dang. under. Dang it. The terms of service of being a patron of ours so oh yes great right uh, oh. before we get going uh chocolate mixer embers yes um so we have been lucky enough to be picked to test uh mixer are giving out embers for all so it's a test which is going through monday the 25th of march 11 a.m pacific time until may 1st 11 a.m pacific time and um, what does this mean it's just Mixer's way of testing their embers for all, hopefully. Um, it Just think of it as Twitch bits. You have to pay for them, and you can give them out. So, so they're like Sparks, but the premium version of Sparks. The be- yeah, I suppose that's a, a better analogy. The, the the perfect spark. They are the lightning strikes. Colorful money. Oh. Yeah. Do you like how I just rolled that off? That was, that was great. Yep, Thank that's you. it. I am done. See you later. Peace out. Uh, bye, chocolate. Have a good night. <laughs> Worth every penny. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, go check out the Mixer Embers. Whatever I made chocolate talk about it because I still don't understand it completely. But it sounds pretty <laughs> straightforward. So, <laughs> so March twenty fifth, yeah, which so is t- yesterday. Yesterday. <laughs> oh. But we're recording, so it's tomorrow for us. Anyway, I hear. I hear March twenty fifth. I just think firestorm. So I don't know about you, but. Oh boy, yeah. the, the the worst of the battle royales. I'm just kidding, Doc. Um, all right, another week in gaming. What have we all been playing? I'm going to start with something that isn't playing video games because this is a video game podcast, so why not start there? Um, I built my first PC. Heck yeah. <gasps> I'm proud of you. <sighs> why haven't we seen photos? You have opened up Did yourself. I not post them? Uh-oh. Oh, I don't think you did, actually. Yeah, I will point. post them. Sorry about that. <laughs> You've opened um, up yourself to an entire world of Steam library computer video games. What's that game again? You, uh, oh, yeah. Submarine Yeah. Don't, uh, no, don't, don't worry. Don't worry, Risky. I'll gift it to you. Uh, uh, it's called Wolfpack. <laughs> You'll love it. It's it's great. It, like You'll be like Division What after an hour of this. So I don't <laughs> believe you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay, because I'm on to a new game this week. It's called... It's a tavern sim, so uh, oh, we'll, it's we'll a medieval that. tavern that I take care of. So just heads up, yeah. I, wait, are you? Is this a real thing? Yes. Okay, yeah. We hold, hold on a sec. <laughs> um, yeah. So Ladonian actually picked out all the parts for me. Uh, showed them to Doc. Showed them to a few other people, and was like, "Hey, this guy's not screwing me, is he? This is a <laughs> this is a good computer." And everyone's like, "Yeah, that's a good computer." So I ordered all the parts. 
They showed up. I called Shopa up and was like, hey, you need to make sure I don't light anything on fire or burn down my workplace. <laughs> so he showed up, and then I went step by step just putting this thing together. There's nothing scarier than holding like a $300 graphics card in your hand and then trying to jam it into a slot on a motherboard. <laughs> and like, this feels like it doesn't want to go in here, but this is the only place this can go. So let's just uh, push real hard and then hope we don't hear something crack or snap. And all computer parts feel pretty flimsy, I will say, or like just fragile. Everything I picked up, I was like, if I drop this, that's just broken. Oh, or you'll hear just like a little bitty piece of plastic inside rattling around. You're like, that's probably not good. Just like, shake it and you can just hear parts. <laughs> that's what one thing that happened while I was doing it. I was trying to screw in the motherboard, but yeah. I, I was doing it. The last screw I had to do was like up in the top left corner when the tower was standing up straight. So it was mostly on there. I put the little screw up and the screwdriver I was using wasn't magnetic or anything. So the screw yeah. fell down and landed oh, no. inside yeah. of the, the CPU fan. <laughs> So, so I have this tiny little screw that was stuck under the CPU fan, and I couldn't get it out. <laughs> Let me just tilt this entire expensive machine over and start rattling around. This and, Doc, fine. that is exactly what I had to do. <laughs> Talk about nerve-wracking. <laughs> Obviously, nothing I mean, fell out but the screw. <laughs> yes, luckily. Uh, but after that, all happened. <laughs> I, I was having issues with actually getting an image on my monitor that like the hdmi port wasn't working and i was like oh my god what did i do or what expensive thing is broken already um but i just took out the gpu and the ram plugged them back in and apparently that just works for everything just unplugging and replugging things in just fixes (laughs) fixes all so also that also if you ever run any software programs try restarting like turn it off restarting the computer and you'd be surprised how often that fixes it crazy but so that was the whole thing my first PC build ever. It was a lot of fun. I see where you're coming from, but it's not cheap to do. It's depending not depending on what it, you're it, making, I guess. Yeah, it, it's fun to do, and you want to do it often. But it's yeah, it's it's uh it's so pricey that it's a uh, you know if you're lucky, probably ever three or four year type deal. So, but what? but like the thing is that with what you built, you're good. Literally, probably until we're we're everything is obsolete due to streaming software. So wonderful. You're probably good. Yeah, nailed it on the head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyways, I just wanted to let everybody know that I, I did that. I feel like it was just kind of like a rite of passage thing. Can't with, wait till you uh, play Hospital 2.0. It's going to blow your mind. So, <laughs> speaking of gaming, I opened up, because I do have a Steam account for for whatever. I've got a bunch of Command & Conquer games and the Half-Life. <laughs> I think I had the Orange Box. That's literally all oh my God. <laughs> was in my Steam account. I just imagine you opening up Steam and being like, what is all this crap? <laughs> Is the it's the weirdest thing, and then but one thing I did have was I had PUBG downloaded, and it said <laughs> I I had played 16 minutes of it at some point. <laughs> I have I have no idea. I don't remember buying that, but it was there and I played it at some point I guess. So, uh, I loaded into a game of PUBG. It's insane how much smoother it runs than yeah. I remember. I don't know if it's actually running decently on consoles now, but on the PC. That's a world of difference. One thing about PUBG 2 is that's one of the few games where you can brute force it if you have good enough hardware to run really well. And, and you, yeah, you could brute force it with what you had. So Yeah, and it, 
Ladonian messaged me earlier today. He's like, did I order, did I make you order two extra fans? And I was like, no. He's like, all right, well, here, order these. We're going to overclock everything. I was like, oh, I don't, okay. <laughs> you probably don't need to do that, but at the same time, if you've got it, why not? I mean, it's fun to tinker around with that too, so. That's what it seems. So I dropped into that match of PUBG. I killed the first guy because I think he landed and then was AFK. So that was easy. Nice. Then the next guy I ran into, like, Going from a controller and then never using mouse and keyboard for any type of competitive anything was the most difficult thing in the world. Like, trying to click with my left finger and move my mouse at the same time. Yeah. My brain wasn't having it. So that'll (laughs) definitely take some getting used to. Or I need to just buy an adapter and use an Xbox controller. One or the other. I don't know. The adapter. Adapter, probably. (laughs) Xbox. Yeah, get that. plug in that Elite controller and you're good. Sounds wonderful. Um, all right, what else are we playing? Um, well, the first game we might as well talk about was the Master Chief Collection. That was for our community play that took place this week. I wasn't there, but you two were. And Chocolate, we'll start with you. How was Master Chief? You showed up a little late, you said, right? Yeah, I uh, obviously with the daylight savings time that we didn't factor in, yep. I was uh, slightly late. But um, <laughs> yeah, first game was um, was really good. I I have some choice words for the the group of players for we, that first uh, game. We may have planned out uh, Operation Nutella before uh, Chocolate showed up, and that was our mm. code word uh, to basically. Even though we were playing Slayer, which is free for all, we only went after Chocolate until we pulled it out. God, I lasted <laughs> about two seconds and died, and I couldn't work out why. And then I think, was it a quarter of the way, halfway through the match, I then suddenly realized that <laughs> everyone was after me. Doc, you're evil. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, Chester was the one that suggested it first. So uh, This makes so much more sense. You said <laughs> but, I did not, but I did not stop any of it, and I yeah, was all for it. So. Yes, hammed it up. But, uh, wow, Captain Deadeye is unbelievable. In Halo, he murdered me so many times. What yeah. uh, What game modes were you guys playing? Just a little bit of everything? Uh, a lot of games? Slayer, a few custom games. We did a, I never knew race, like a racing game was in Halo ever for levels, and we did that. No. Can totally see why I never knew that existed, because it seems like an afterthought game mode. Uh, and it's not racing with vehicles, it's like literally on foot. I guess you could do it with vehicles, and maybe that would have worked out better, but... We did like we did a lot of old school like we did Blood Gulch, Hang 'em High, a lot of old school Halo One and Two uh, levels. Um, it was mostly Slayer, but yeah, we did some like SWAT, some Infection, things like that. But but hey, basic Slayer on those old Halo maps is still awesome today. So that's you said Infection. That's like their zombie mode, right? Like one yes, person starts yeah. it and then and I then remember if you that kill being somebody. A ton of fun. Yeah, yeah, it, it is, it is. It's it's really good. They've there's a lot of those mo- modes like that. That's good. You know, they've got they didn't they weren't the first to start. I think Call of Duty was, but they've got prop hunt, all those things in there. You know, so there's prop a lot of good stuff. Prop hunt is hysterical. I don't think I have ever laughed more than games of prop hunt in yeah. Call of Duty. It's so yeah. funny. It's so uh, yeah. It's it's but yeah uh, yeah it was old a school good laugh. Yeah, it, it holds. I I think it holds up better than most people would think. I mean, obviously you can tell you're playing an older game, but you can't sprint. Yeah, oh. yeah, it, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was literally like until we hit a Halo Four game. It was like, oh yeah, right. I can't. 
Yeah, okay, can't sprint. Damn. Couldn't get my head around that at all. It's just crazy how much more you have to rely on actual like gun skill in games like that. Because yeah. your Posi- mobility is not going to save your life. It's it's yeah. yeah, positioning and gun skill. Yeah, it's it's uh it's different, but but yeah, for the most part it held up really good. Uh it was really fun to go back to those. I I I definitely would be up for playing that again because just going back to like old school Blood Gulch, like uh Battle Creek, Hang'em High, all those levels just like immediately was like, man, I could remember when I was like in high school going over to a friend's house, plugging in two Xboxes with a system link cable and playing like hours of Halo. So, Ooh, yeah. Doc, I do think I remember someone in Discord saying that you were doing a little bit of camping and sniping. <laughs> <laughs> no, ba- basically what ended up happening was uh, I-, I used to play a lot of Halo and I used to, I- I'm decent. I'm not going to say I'm good, but I'm decent with the battle rifle or the DMR or the sniper rifle. So anytime I got those, I would just kind of go on a mini rampage and like Thousand Fist liked to say I was camping every time, but I was pretty much mobile the entire time, but I was just using those guns. So Just moving left or right very <laughs> s- just slightly straight, straight is not... Back and forth. Yeah. See, the reason why... You, but the, here's the thing. It doesn't really pay to camp in those games because that sniper rifle has a trail. So if you if you stay stationary in the spot, people are going to figure out where you're at real quick. So. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's fun though. I'm, I miss playing a lot of Halo. That's why it's got me more pumped for Halo Infinite. I was Good. so annoyed that the uh, what was the skull? I can't even remember the game that game mode now. Oh, oh Oddball. We played some oddball. of that too. Yeah. What yeah. is Oddball? Oh, that, <laughs> well, it's basically. Uh, is that not in Call of Duty? Do they not have anything like that? I mean, I don't even know what you're trying to describe so, here. Basically, it's there's a skull and you want to hold it the longest. It's like King of the Hill. Yeah, yeah, literally like King of the Hill, but with an item. And when you're holding it, obviously you can't use your guns. You can only melee, but it's a one-hit melee if you're holding it. But everybody can see where the skull is constantly on the map, wherever you are. Okay, so it's kind of like a VIP game mode, except for it was like... Actually, that's probably their version. Yeah, that's probably their version's VIP, yep, yep. Um, uh, Victory was was taken away from me halfway through the match. uh, I was leading. (laughs) God knows how, but I was leading, and then... uh, Who did it, Chocolate? Who did, was it Who you, wronged Doc, or was you? It, I know. I didn't. Captain? I didn't win oddball. I think it might have been captain. Yeah. I think I got pushed to third, but that's not too bad. That was a cluster of murder on oh. when we played oddball, though. I mean, that was just like grenades so many everywhere. grenades, machine guns. It was just like a cluster. Yeah. But yeah, that was that was so fun though. I, I miss I miss playing Halo like that. It's good stuff. That's awesome. Sounds like you guys had a lot of fun. Another successful cross-atlantic gaming community play yeah yeah 100 100 all right so this... uh the the uh the scots definitely added a lot of flavor to it so shout out to to oh. kate and uh chester and uh, oh, everybody yeah. a lot of colorful words uh chester pronounces uh murder is murder or wait actually chocolate do you yeah. have a better take on it yeah it's murder <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> he's got a really hard yeah, yeah it's a it's a twitch to which even Kate was calling him out, like, "What are you saying? Like, <laughs> why are you saying? Why are you talking like this?" So, shout out to Chester on that. That was pretty good. That was pretty good comic relief on those. So, great fun. It was great fun. Good deal. Um, so, this was Doc's community play. So, Chocolate, you know you're next, right? Uh, say what? What? Pardon? Hello, neighbor. <laughs> Here we come. Are hello you gonna have FIFA 19? <laughs> oh, Wait, we can't I have mean, a hello yay. neighbor community play. No, that listen, I've <laughs> chocolate's like real talk, real quick. Yeah, I'm not going through this again. Okay, well, yeah, I'll drop it. Sorry, <laughs> I really do. I feel bad now for just bringing it back up. So. 
kind of funny though. Yeah, it is <laughs> a little bit, uh, a lot yeah. of it. So keep your eyes open. We'll we'll try to get another community play scheduled for the end of next month. Just yeah. keep doing these towards yeah. the end of the month each month. Yep, yep. Good deal. Um, so shout out and thank you to all the people that showed up for that. And not myself though. Sorry. <laughs> Although uh, I should say, yeah, I, I think Chocolate, you were about to say this. Uh, you showed up in the party chat like a half an hour in and stayed until the end of the night when we left. I did. Yeah, yes, and we strange. were thinking maybe you accidentally did it on mobile or something, but then the ongoing joke was that every time we thought we would hear heavy breathing or something on the microphone, we just imagined it was you not actually saying anything. <laughs> oh my anything. god, are you kidding? hundred <laughs> percent. It was, it was quite amusing. Yeah, so... So I, oh, so I... Okay, I guarantee you it was mobile then, because at one point, <laughs> which it was probably a half hour in, I wanted to see who actually showed up for yep. the thing, so I clicked into the party... <laughs> Didn't realize I joined the party. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, because I, li- I was literally thinking, I was like, he's not, because it showed your mic wasn't active. So I was like, I bet anything he just got it on mobile and it's not like, you know, it's just literally no microphone. So, up, so. I wonder why it wasn't picking up my mic then. That I mean, it would have been awful if you... <laughs> oh, God. That Actually, that would have been fantastic. I didn't know my mic was on the whole night. <laughs> that would have been would've... fantastic. That could have been real bad for everybody. Uh it's See, probably just like uh, a settings thing. You just gotta activate it for it, probably, or like allow, allow it, or whatever. You know, phones. Oh, that's yeah. scary. I gotta be, I gotta be a little more careful. <laughs> I hope you're at home. I hope you haven't used all your data. I, oh no. <laughs> oh, I work for he, Verizon. Chocolate. Yeah, he worked. Yeah, he worked. <laughs> he works on. for Verizon. He he owns the data center, so you know. Um. Well, cool. I'm glad I could be there. <laughs> In spirit. In so yeah, you, spirit, you technically were there the whole time. You like guys, it was had yeah. you guys in my pocket the whole time. <laughs> next was it was it in the pocket next to your heart? Uh, or... my butt. Oh, oh. no, that's that's yeah. more appropriate probably. Sorry, it was a lot of standing, so that yeah. phone goes in the back pocket. Yeah. Anyways, junk in the trunk. Yep, <laughs> exactly. In my boot. Um, <laughs> uh, well, really, just made me lose my. I love the I love the build up to sneezes. Never gets old. Bless you, chocolate. Sorry. Um, Doc, looks like you're playing the, game of the year. The biggest letdown, the biggest <laughs> disappointment of the year. State of Not, Decay two. What? What besides uh, just to spite me made you come back to this game? Because it is one of the best games ever made, and. Uh, I mostly mean that unironically. I love this game. I do. I uh, I'm not gonna apologize for it. I am. I'm gonna. I'm actually tonight after we get into podcasting. I'm gonna be streaming uh, a lot of it tonight. Uh, and I feel bad because I've never tried it. But maybe maybe you could answer this for me, Risky. I know you played it at least a little bit. Can you change the names of your community members in this? I know in the first one uh, you could on PC. Um, not that I know of. No. Okay, maybe you can't, because I was going to name them all after community members, but oh, maybe I won't be that. able to do that. And then you're just going to push me out into an <laughs> open field and just watch everyone well, kill No, me. I was just going to put you in a barn with a bunch of, like, blood, blood-infected blood zombies around you and just, you know... I would give you a gun with one clip. You had a chance. So, okay. Yeah. I'm not a, I'm not the devil here, so... Good. Not a complete but, monster. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. And back at the camp, go, how did you get here before me? <laughs> <laughs> Get back, yeah, guys. Risky, we got an ambush. He said, uh, he said, save yourself. He's a what a guy, that risky, you know. Just... <laughs> really taking one for the team. There's a padlock on my barn door, and I can't get out. <laughs> Why did he have a bullet hole in his leg too? <laughs> Zombies don't use guns. 
Weird. Um, yeah. Anyways, I've been uh, I've been getting back into this, and I, I just love the, I love it so much. It's got a laundry list of problems. We'll never deny that. Uh, although I would argue it is still leaps and bounds above what the first game even is to this day in terms of like bugs and stuff. But um, yeah, I don't I don't know. Just the, the gameplay loop of that game of like uh, of trying to you know mid max all your resources uh your community members like the game in my opinion gets gets at its best when you're having to decide make tough decisions of do i let this person into our community i i'm looking at their screen they're asthmatic they can't run for crap like they oh have no God. good skills you know <laughs> this guy but, has but, asthma but, don't let him in but He's in my opinion that, that's when the game gets at its best because you're literally having to make decisions based off stuff like you know it's like it'll say like was an ultimate frisbee player, so is really well coordinated. Has better stamp, you know. Like it, it has, it gets fun with its all of its little bitty stuff like that. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Just uh, everything about like coasting down hills in a car to save gas on your vehicles. Like uh, there's just so much, so many systems working in that game, and I, I just. I guess what I always wanted out of a zombie apocalypse game was this: was base building, managing survivors, like the the Walking Dead of like building up the prison or building up the Alexandria, you know, stuff like that. That was that to me was what I always wanted a video game, and that's what this is. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I, I like it a lot, and um, I uh, I'm excited to see if the next iteration from Undead Labs is actually the MMO they've always talked about making uh, from this. Uh, or even if it's just State of Decay 3, I would be totally okay with that also. But Only if they fix co-op. Yeah, I, co-op, it, I still get the idea co-op was still kind of an afterthought in this one because, like, they do the Diablo-style loot of, like, everybody sees their own loot, and you can only... Although they have expanded the circle how far you can walk away from people. Like, it's it's fairly far now, but you can't go to the other side of the map, but aside from that, you can pretty much be pretty far away. But uh, but yeah, I wish I wish there was a way like as in a Minecraft uh, realm to where we could have like a realm of a base and we could just hop on and do stuff whenever we wanted to. Oh, that'd be amazing. Um, which hey, you know, like I said, maybe if stated to Cave Three is the MMO they've always talked about making, and that's what it is basically. You know, just this persistent world. You have a base. There's PVP. There's, you know, it it there's a lot of possibilities there and. Uh, you know, now they're under Microsoft, so if anything, money's not an issue, I would imagine. So it's, yeah, it kind of feels like it's all coming to that point, like yeah. zombie That's, apocalypse uh, MMO. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, it, it, if you look at what this game is, it it literally is a build up to that because it's like they when they this iteration they added the co op. There's all those seeds of like, man, this is really fun playing with other people. Wish this entire game could be this, you know, dot dot dot. So. But but yeah, back to what I was talking about. Love the game. It's got its problems, but I'll be I'll be streaming this a whole lot here, uh, pretty soon. And uh, yeah, you'll get to see all the uh, how much of a nice guy I am when it comes to these games and making the tough decisions. Uh, you know, for the for the community. You know, yeah. as I like to say, for the community. So if you're not 100 percent um, well, you're out. Yeah, yeah. Do not give me your uh, health background because I will scrutinize the hell out of it, and uh, it better be spotless. Because if if you don't contribute, you know, hey, this this isn't a democracy; it's a dictatorship. That's all I'm gonna say. Jeez. Yeah. Welcome uh, to the community. Anyways, go on. So the real question, I think everybody was on the edge of their seat waiting for you to answer, was, did you let the kid with the asthma into your camp? Oh no, no, he. Uh, no, no, he uh, okay. he he went back to his little ramshackled house he was in. I went back there a week later, and it was it was completely overrun with zombies. So he probably didn't make it. 
Uh, hey, honesty is the best policy. I, hey, I got I mouths to feed, man. I got mouths to feed, you know? Like, <laughs> I, what am I going to say? Yeah. You want me to let him in and let and let Sarah starve? Do you hate Sarah, Risky? What do you got against Sarah? Uh, she needs uh, to eat, too. I, uh, okay. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Think about think about that next time. Yeah. Okay, fine. God. <laughs> All right. I really wish you could rename the characters, though. That, that's really a missed opportunity, but oh well. Well, here's a game you couldn't play if you had asthma. Apex Legends. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of running around in that game, huh? Chocolate, the Apex Legend. You've been getting some wins, or oh, no, none no, at all. No, none at all. I jumped in for the uh, for the season pass, uh, battle pass. Did Did you get the battle pass? I did. I did. I didn't uh, like everyone else. They went and bought uh, two of the extra characters with their free coins. I saved mine and used it to. Ooh, yeah. Used it to what? Smart. To get my free my free season pass. Oh, cool. So that kind of works yeah. like Fortnite's then, where you can actually use your currency yeah, you can use your coin. to buy it. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm glad they're following that structure that Fortnite it, it, laid down. It does seem it's a very carbon copy-esque of the Fortnite uh, model, which, to, let's be fair, that Fortnite has has shown the way of how to how to throw a free game at uh, hundreds of thousands of people and get them to pay you for the pleasure at some point. Yeah. So it, it, it's skins. Good. Skins, more skins, and more skins. I was um, gonna say, so does, is the battle pass content decent, like cosmetically that kind of stuff? What? So I've, I've heard mixed reviews do... about this. Yeah. Yeah, I I haven't got too far into it yet, so I think I'm only level three on the um, season pass. I'm, f- for me, I only mainline one character, so the skins or the voices, the thing, the things I want is just that one character. Some of it's pretty meh. Yeah, I feel like a lot of it's got to be hit or miss because they have to put so much into those battle passes. But yeah, they've got to put so much into it. I suppose Fortnite's positive is your one character, so the multiple kind of jumps you do from level one to however far you get. You can use that on your one character, whereas oh, true. Apex, yeah. they've got, okay, it's a gun skin. However, you've got, oh, I'm trying to think now how many, I think you've got nine, ten, maybe ten players. So then all their bits are broken up into that battle pass as well. So you could be getting stuff for Caustic, for instance, and you don't use him. So it's like, oh, great. I've Much more like the, to... the Overwatch problem kind of thing. A little bit. Um Wait, so what is Fortnite doing that's different than that? Well, well like like Chocolate was saying, like instead of having multiple characters that have their own clothing oh, options, yeah. it's just, you know, Fortnite, everything you get is theoretically usable on your one guy. Yeah, gotcha. straight away. Um, so that's the little, I suppose, the frustrating part of it. Um, Sounds like you need to branch out and play some more characters. D- possibly. Are you just I, playing I, smallest hitbox person and that's it? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm playing Lifeline. I I medic it. I can't do anything else. The other abilities, I'm so confused. Occasionally, I use uh, Bloodline, but I feel I'm not using his abilities to the to the maximum. Bloodline is the coolest sounding character in a video game ever. Is that like Bloodhound? His accent or Bloodhound? Bloodhound? That's yeah. it. I don't even play the yeah. game. Come on, kids. <laughs> he, I, I just love how that character sounds, though. He's a cool, cool sounding it's character. Cool. He's got some good skins as well. There's um. Some of the thing, the cards like pop up when you're uh, playing, just look unbelievable. Did, the banners and stuff. Oh. 
are they doing like a themed battle pass at all or is it just kind of like a hodgepodge so, of everything I, I, I haven't noticed like I said I haven't delved too far into it so it's uh, what's it called so this season's something the wild wild frontier I want to say so to me that you know wild frontier I suppose because it's the first one you don't have to necessarily have a a set theme to it the wild frontier you can hodgepodge anything and everything together touch wood hopefully they do take the model of right the next season we are going whatever it is space and all the items are space themed but did they uh (laughs) say how long the season was going to be i think it's three months and okay all right uh, that's a decent amount of time yeah i i can't tell you when it ends because like i said i haven't played enough of it like my gaming week this week has been pretty poor because my wife didn't travel enough. Her. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So yeah, it's been. Uh, it, I haven't had enough time to kind of delve into it. Hopefully next week, I'll what? be able to look into it more. Is back to the cosmetics quick and like those rewards. I always thought it would be smart in these battle royales to have some type of like trade in system like trade in three of something you don't want to get like a random loot box like a shot yeah. at something new do you know what that would be perfect i don't think they've got that and well because do they do I think you can break them down though oh yeah you something can... like that even just being able to break them down for like a partial credit towards a new loot box or something would make so yeah. much sense i think yeah, you I, I agree i'm trying to think now that because they've got all the skins gun skins and um, like on your card you can show like certain stats yeah so you can unlock those with um, another part of the currency I can't even think what what it's called and I think that's what you can unlock if you break down the something you don't want I can't remember I haven't done it in ages I think I did it right at the beginning of the game and I managed to get whatever it was these extra pieces um but yeah, I'll find, tune in next week and I'll have uh, more information. All right, good deal. <laughs> um, well, we'll stick with Battle Royales just for a quick second. I feel like I haven't talked about Blackout in like a week, so we're due. At least. Um, but the one thing I want to talk about was the current, because they do the different event modes or whatever they're called, the ones that only show up for a little while and then go away. Um, the one that is here currently, and I'm not sure how long it goes, but it's hardcore mode. What this does is it eliminates all HUD completely, except for you can, you get tags over your teammates names. That's literally all you get. You don't have a mini map. You can't hit start and look at a mini map. You don't know what grenades you have. You can go into your like backpack. So anything that could be in your backpack, you could check to see like what's equipped um, and stuff like that. Is there any way to tell where the circle is going to be? So or... the circle is cool because now they send uh, three helicopters over the map and then they send off a flare wherever the oh. center of the next circle is going to be. So That's really cool. So you... Oh, hang on. Where the center is. So that... Yeah, so you know, well, the center of the current circle it's going to. So it's not like the final center circle. It's just the center yeah. of the next circle, and then it, it keeps moving. Um, so, like, one game I was playing with Dan, and we were at the docks, and we are watching the helicopters because you hear them coming. So that's when you, like, 
just turn your attention to see where you need to go. And I just assume everyone on the map is doing this at the same time, which is kind of cool. Just everybody's looking up at the sky, like, <laughs> where do we need to go? Um, and it, it didn't pop in these helicopters kept flying closer and closer to us and then they popped the flares like literally right over our heads and we were like all right we're good we don't have to pay attention to this for a while uh but it is cool because you don't have a dude being like hey the circle's coming or anything so that's something you have to visually actually like look off into the distance and check because you also don't have a mini map to see it closing in or anything um you don't have a player count so you have no idea how many players are left ever oh wow you don't have a kill feed so unless you report it to your teammates that you killed someone no one knows who's killing who who has any kills it's just it's the most bare bones i realistic in quotes like battle royale mode i've ever played and it's so intense it's so fun um so if that's like a super oh sorry uh no we don't. We, we've only played a few games, to be fair. but And it's also a squads game. So, like, just from there, it's, hmm. we've kind of been at a disadvantage. Um, but map knowledge and, like, communication are so crucial. Yeah, it sounds like a must. Like, And because we literally, like, exclusively drop at the docks and we always have, it's kind of like we know that area and the surrounding area so well that any call out you make isn't going to be like an estranged one or like something that you're not going to understand. Um, yeah, it's, it's a ton of fun. It's very, it's very different than anything I've played as far as battle royales go. So now like you can't see, can you see ammo count, stuff like that? Uh, if you hit start and look in your backpack to see how much ammo okay. you have. Oh, wow. it, it's literally like, you don't even have a reticle, um, just like on your screen for like a hip fire. <clears throat> like when you look, it just looks like you're playing like a single player first place, first person game. Like that, that sounds super refreshing I actually. For just that game see mode. a I'm, gun and that's all. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually surprised other ones haven't went to something like this. Cause that does sound super refreshing in terms of like actually making it much, much more tactical and less, I, I don't know. I mean that, that, like you were saying, like, as far as like, you don't have a kill feed. You don't have all that stuff like that alone makes it more tense it, in my opinion. Yeah, it's it's like, nerve wracking for sure. Um, that's there's also so some of the things that they leave out. There's no armor, so everybody's on the same playing field as far as how much health they have. So you have your 150 health, and that's it. So the gunfights end pretty quick, and if you get ambushed or like sniper rifles are just deadly because you can get yeah. chest shot with most of them once and you're done. Um, so there's no armor, there's no vehicles either, which is actually kind of nice. And it makes hmm. having to pay attention to the circle that much more crucial because it's like, you don't have an easy, quick way to get over to wherever that flare deployed. Um, just a lot of cool, cool changes and different. It's, it's nothing I've really seen as far as any battle royale games go. Um, Can you imagine the excitement from going through a gunfight? winning and then finding out that you've won you've won yeah it. not knowing that otherwise like because oh. that's what i'm saying like getting to the final circle is like is there 12 guys left is there three guys left like yeah yeah we we it got is... second place and it, it was i saw one dude in front of me i think it was just three of us it was me and two guys on the other team one was far to my right and one was far to my left so I was shooting at this guy on the right thinking maybe this was just 1v1. It was a pretty small circle. And then I just got lit up by somebody on the left because I don't have – normally I'd see three people up. So I know there's this guy and someone else. 
But here I'm like, all right, that's the last guy. I kill you, I win. And then I get murdered off to the left from his teammate. So That's really cool, it, though, yeah. It's, I definitely, if you're not a fan of Blackout or never really got into it, I think it's a cool one to check out just because of how different it is than anything else right now. But, yeah, it's it's a good mode. And I don't know, like I said, how long it's going to be around. So Sounds like they're doing a good job keeping that pretty fresh in terms of, like, you know, stuff they add, season pass, game modes. Like, it seems like they're doing quite a bit with it. Yeah, it just it doesn't seem to get – it's not in the spotlight by any means. But for people that are actually super into it, they are doing a decent amount. Like, they have their battle passes and their seasons and all that. Yeah. But it's not yeah. the number one trending game on Twitch ever. So it's no one really talks about it. But it's good. Um – Speaking of other good games, this is going to be week two of the Cross Atlantic Gaming Division 2 coverage. Let's go live to Doc on the scene of Washington, D.C. Doc, how's the Division 2 looking this week? Bodies everywhere. Uh, murder. I don't <laughs> even... Just so I, much I got I got murder. a cool gun and backpack, though, so that's pretty sweet. Um, it's purple. Uh, I like it. Um, got it off another guy killed. But find uh, any jean jackets and trash cans or anything? Um, yeah, uh, found one in a in a water bottle. Oddly enough, I don't know how they fit <laughs> it in there, but yeah, it's mine now. You know what I'm saying? But uh, it's uh, yeah. Um, on the plus side though, you know, a lot quieter, you know, than than back, you know, when there was people around. But uh, no, I mean, yeah, Division Two. I I haven't got to play it near as much as I wanted to this week. I've got up to I think level twenty. Four. I'm kind of bummed that I haven't hit 30 yet, but but uh, I don't know. You guys might be able to speak more to it. I, I've kind of slowed down on my pace just because I had a lot of stuff come up this week, but I'm still enjoying the hell of it, uh, hell out of it though. Good but. too. Chocolate. How far how far are you? Have you been playing this at all? Are you falling so off? I've been pl- I've been playing a little bit. Like I said, gaming's been been tough this week. I jumped in with Doc, and we. How far did we get? I think we. Uh, I think I'm only level 10. Yeah, we 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 Maybe. definitely we we knocked out a couple missions and a lot of side stuff. Yeah, we, yeah. Well, I think we got dragged into every side mission trying to go to <laughs> yeah. the main mission. It was um, we were running all over the shop, but it's yeah. the, the game feels good. It's it's got that nice clan, you know, what you're working towards as well. It's the game's good, and it's it's so much better when you've got your clan with you as well. It it feels, I can't, it's really hard to put into context, it, it just feels right, it, 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 it's not like a shooting star, it's like, oh wow, look at how great it, it just, it does what it says on the tin, and it's got that, it gives you that itch to go, I need to get back into it, like I'm desperate to play it, and I can't, I thought I was going to play it this weekend, but we had the community event, and then recording tonight, and I was like, oh damn, I've got to wait longer for the division. Yeah, I completely agree, it really, this one has its hooks on me in in me. Um, also, speaking of the clan, I think we are maybe at level seven or eight right now. We've been oh, that's awesome, we've been crushing cool. it. Um, and for anyone out there that doesn't have one yet, uh, I think if you just search Cross Atlantic Gaming, that's that agents, isn't it? Or CAG oh, agents, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have so many stupid well, they, usernames and things we need to keep track of. They they were they had oddly. They had kind of a not a great name creator for that. Like you couldn't, oh, you could only do like nine characters. Couldn't do dashes. Like it was could do. I don't know. It wasn't great. Okay, <laughs> but, so it's it's C A G agents one word. Yep. yep. Um, 
and I think we still have we still have spots open. Um, yeah, yeah. You can have I think uh, 50. was it fifty? Yeah, yep. yeah. I think we might be around twenty. So plenty, plenty of space still, and we have enough people that are playing daily. I think that we are leveling up pretty quick, and our our weekly crate I think is more than halfway done. So yep, we're making progress. Speaking of making progress, I got to world <laughs> tier four, which, nice. which is for now it's end game. Um, so what was weird is when I got to level 30, I thought I was going to get a gear score. Like everything was going to switch over to a gear score instead of just a level. Um, but you have to go and beat each stronghold first. Yep. And one thing I didn't realize is that you could be playing these while you were leveling up. Cause I think the first one's at level 26, then 28 and then 30 for the last one. I neglected them completely. So I hit 30 and I was like, all right, how do I get into world tier one? Cause I literally had no idea somehow. Um, Oh, cause it like, it didn't trigger the, uh, takeover thing because you hadn't done those yet. Well, or? so that was the thing that the takeover happened. So like the black tusk came yeah. in, uh, but as far as my, my progress was halted until I beat the three strongholds, which each of uh, them are actually pretty fun. I, I don't think there's as much variation as I would have liked. It kind of felt like just maybe a little bit longer, main missions and i will say that some of the main missions were a lot cooler than the strongholds in general um but they're still good i i haven't really run into too much content in that game or too many missions or side missions where i was like man this is garbage or like i'm just doing the same thing over and over although i guess really you're just kind of walking into each room clearing out a bunch of enemies and then walking into the next room. So technically I'm doing the same thing all the time <laughs> told you there's a lot of bodies in dc right now well, let me uh, there tell you. must be <laughs> um so yeah so after i beat those i got into world tier one and then in order to get into the next world tier you have to beat two invaded missions is what they're called um and those are the missions that are being taken over by the black tusk and what's cool is when you replay these missions they're different like it's not just different enemies but your objectives within the mission because sometimes it'd be like all right well now we're gonna have to go arm this thing and then blow it up but like that had already happened in the world, so you didn't have to do it this time. So maybe this time you had to kill a main boss who had a key to go unlock something. It's just each new mission that was invaded now played differently than the first time you had played it. And I think that's super smart. Even if it's not a lot of changes, it's like the enemies changed. They're way smarter and just better overall. And the mission structure changes. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, what they've done, you know, they... they it's like a lot of people said they have they took a lot of time on the in-game content at least you know from what we're seeing so far with the world tiers and stuff yeah and you can tell i i don't i should have checked my hours because i feel like i'm probably up there close to my anthem count which is at like 70 uh but i haven't even started working on an in-game build and i know that world tier 5 and like the raids like that stuff is still further down the road here so it's like i i do have some time to take a deep breath and start min maxing because for a while there it was kind of what's my highest gear piece and just yeah like my from watching those videos it seems like basically you just want to get your gear score up until you basically get to world tier four right pretty much right and that's you need to hit a certain gear tier number to go up each world tier so like once you hit 250 say it would unlock a stronghold 
and two main missions. Once you do the two main missions and then that stronghold, you go into the next world tier. But you do have to get your gear score up to a certain level to unlock those three missions in total to actually move up. Um, so it's kind of nice to be at a spot where I can finally sit down. Because the one thing I'll say is for people that are stressing about what they should and shouldn't delete, I got to a point where if it was not my primary piece of gear, I was literally either selling it or breaking it all down because yeah. like there's no reason to be attached to anything. Even like with the how you can transfer a perk to a new gun, um, you don't even have to worry about that. There's your last like hour before you want to do that, you get so much loot in this game that you should never be stressing about getting rid of something until yeah. everything is dropping at 450 gear score because that's the max. Once you're there, sure, start hoarding stuff, but let it go. It, it feels so so much better to have a full empty stash and a backpack that like I don't have to worry about stuff being like, oh, you can't pick this up because you've got 300 items somehow. It's like, That's not a thing right now. It's wonderful. <laughs> uh, yeah, games. I like it a lot. I love the skins. I managed to pick up a sniper rifle with uh, Old Glory on it. It was uh, It was wonderful. That's, um, I, I got the one like red, white, and blue skin from the beta, I think, or something, and I put that on every gun I have. <laughs> <laughs> it's this 4th of July year round with Risky. Yeah. I see that I have a bunch of different options, and I'm just like, nah, that's the best skin. That's right, the could one. I do this one. That is the one. Yeah, so. Yeah, it's, it's solid, though, yeah. What a game. All right. Uh, do you guys have anything else to add? Last week, I we probably don't have anything to add about The Division because if you listen to last week's episode, I think we literally talked about it for 60 minutes. So We went deep. Oh, I was going to ask you because I think I got that wrong last week. When are they? When is the general plan for the World Tier 5 stuff? Uh, they had a developer diary thing last week, and they said that we'll give you guys a release date when we have one, but it's coming soon, whatever okay. that means. So. No, no scan. If I would assume you'll see it in April, I don't think there's any way they can wait a month. Yeah, probably. Yeah, maybe because I don't. I know. think I want to say like Destiny would normally wait like what two, three weeks, probably. Some yeah, something for, their, like for that. the raid or whatever. Yeah, and that I don't even know if they're dropping World Tier Five and the. Or maybe they are. Are they dropping them at the same time? The raid and I I know World Tier Five is definitely the first thing coming. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. So but... I don't know how that's releasing. I guess. But, anyways, this is not a Game Pass Roulette game episode. Game Pass Roulette game <laughs> episode. Yep. Good work. Um, <laughs> Nailed it. But I can tell everyone that the game is Scream Ride. If you didn't tune in last week, um, you have one more week, and we have one more week to keep on playing some Scream Ride. Do you guys want to give a, a teaser? How's How's it going for you? Have you started playing <laughs> chocolate i know nah. you said you played a, a little bit are you having fun i'm enjoying it and i may be top of one or two leaderboards in the community <laughs> all right good hey that's a big enough tease for me doc is yeah, it still he... uninstalled on <laughs> no no i've got it i had actually played it a little bit back in the day before i haven't uh i i, I will confess i haven't played it yet uh for this uh segment but 
um, from what I remember from it, it, it's it's pretty good. Not as um, it's not as deep of a uh, uh, I don't know what do you want to call it, like park or ride, like simulator builder, I guess is the word. But um, it's still pretty good, and they take a lot of uh, it's got a lot of neat mechanics in terms of like uh, what you're shooting for in terms of like uh, scoring and stuff. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean. I, Chocolate, I mean, like what? A tease, is, Doc. You... Do, Doc, do you know what a tease is? Did I say, hey, I'm this sorry, is the sorry. Game Pass Roulette section. Sorry, We're going to talk about all the whole game. Sorry. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Oh, Lord, man. <laughs> Give you an inch, you take a mile every time. <laughs> every time. Every time. Uh, so tune in next week. That will be the Game Pass Roulette episode where we'll let Doc talk all about Scream Ride. Scream Ride. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, shout out to Rock. Was it Rocker Dude or Chin Doctor that did the Photoshop? Oh my on god, the, uh... it's so good! Oh man, <laughs> that was that gave me some genuine chuckles when I opened up Discord and saw yeah, that. So. That was uh, Rocker, this <laughs> Rocker Dude. It, it's it's the cover of Scream Ride, which has a roller coaster, <laughs> and then there's just two chocolate bears screaming with a blonde <laughs> wig. <laughs> riding in the front seats it's hilarious it's perfect <sighs> if you'd like to see this image and other great chocolate photoshops you should come join <laughs> us on discord links for that are in the show notes yeah i might delete the links <laughs> oh sad, sad day and with that let's get into some news All right, Doc, what is in the news this week? <laughs> um, so uh, the, the the big, big news this week, uh, of course, GDC uh, just happened last week. And we knew that Google was going to make their big announcement and push for their, uh, their push into the gaming world. We knew it was going to revolve around streaming. We had heard it might be a console, might not be a console. We weren't really sure. So they got out on stage, and it is called... Stadia. S-T-A-D-I-A. How do you feel about that name? I don't like it at all. It's weird, isn't it? It sounds like a sweetener. I know that joke's been made a hundred times on Twitter in the past Is week. Is that but Stavia? Stavia? Stevia. Stevia, or like, yeah. Um, stadium? I, I, think that's the, I think that's what they're going for is Stadium, but it's Stadia. I think that yeah. is what they were going for, but I don't... Yeah, it's not good. It doesn't I mean, sound... it's, an, it's a name, I guess, you know, but... But I don't like it. With that said, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not, a, I'm not a fan either. That's why I asked. They, yeah. they could have come up. Oh. Well, they had Google's Project Stream before. Hell, they could have left it at that, and that would have sounded fine. They should have so. just Googled, "What should we name our?" <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. Uh, Maybe they did. So <laughs> that's what I came up with. Oddly enough, um, so the uh, there is not going to be a console first and foremost. They did not announce any hardware in terms of a console this is purely streaming um this service uh which we've we got a lot of stuff answered we still have a lot of questions coming out this but i'll kind of go through the bullet points the only hardware they announced is a controller Woof. didn't look a lot different from the mock-up actually we had it looks uh, like a playstation 4 controller but uh, but also a playstation 4 controller that is less ergonomical as well <laughs> like it doesn't seem like it would feel as good as the ps4 but controller. it does have abxy buttons in the same exact spot as an xbox one controller <laughs> and if you look on the back it's got the konami code because oh we're into games too oh. get it get it gamers get it i get it have you ever put that into oh, the man. start screen at anthem did you know that that I was have. a thing yeah it's amazing yep. yep go on 
Um, so uh, that's the only actual piece of hardware. Uh, so the idea being that with this controller, and, and there are some cool aspects to it. So the controller itself is via a Wi-Fi connection. So you're probably thinking, well, why would that matter? So the idea is that with the controller being Wi-Fi, it is connecting directly to their servers when you stream, so it's not having to go through extra inputs like Bluetooth or USB to a TV, then to the Internet. It's just got a direct feed to the streaming game. So it's hopefully cutting down on the input lag, stuff like that. Um, so that's an interesting piece to the controller. It also has a um, share button, which will allow you to stream directly to YouTube, uh, which... I guess more people probably should have saw this coming. Of course it would. Makes sense, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. That I, there's, They're just like any other company. They want more hooks into their services any way they can get them, and that's what they have for streaming. Can I send streaming, uh, so. game clips to my Google Plus account? <laughs> well, funny you should talk about Google Plus, Risky, because <laughs> uh, the same week that this got announced, they actually killed Google Plus. So I hate to be the one to break it to you, but your Google Plus no longer I exists. I saw an infographic of all the Google projects that have been <laughs> shut down. It's kind of crazy, oh actually. Oh, my God. It, yeah, people give Microsoft a hard time for, like, Microsoft Phone and the uh, and the uh, fitness band or whatever. But, like, they got nothing. Like, Google's like, hold my Pepsi when it comes to shutting down, like... <laughs> you know services like there's a it's, lot like they're shutting down google hangouts apparently in the next couple yeah, of years which i yes that is literally the only way i communicate with like my friends and group I, messages right now i thought that was the one thing they had that a lot of people uh, used like so maybe they just kept not making money off of it i guess I, I, apparently not I, I i don't know but like it, it is it does say a lot that the same week this got announced is the same week they killed google plus it's like you guys couldn't have postponed that a little bit? <laughs> we can only have X amount of projects going on at the same time. This is going to put us over our limit. We need to get rid of something. We said this on the company like header. We got to follow it. It's our mission statement. Sorry. So like, I wonder what they're prepping for in 2020 when they get rid of Hangouts. What what awesome new Google thing am I getting? I'll wait and see, uh. you know. Like, we'll see. Uh, so, um, yeah, the controller, um, for all you people out there that, aren't afraid enough of the government or Google spying on you as it is. Uh, there's a microphone on the controller. <laughs> so, uh, that's there. <laughs> Perfect. Um, also a Google help button. Cause you know, why not? You know, you want to, you know, you already talked to Alexa or Siri or whoever all the time. Why not have another, you know, voiceless AI to ask questions to. So, but this um, help button's really good. It, I, I heard that if it, you get stuck on a game, you can press it and it will almost, instantaneously throw you to a YouTube video to help you. What? Yeah. It throws you to a YouTube Get... video? <laughs> yeah, well, YouTube? Yeah. Doesn't Google... Own... Oh, okay. Uh, actually, it is kind of cool you say that, though, Chocolate, because there is, as much as we laugh about some of the stuff, the microphone, all that stuff, there is some cool stuff around the edges on this. Like, So they talked about, like like you were saying, Chocolate, the, the, the help button. And, and, you know, if you've ever used Google or like, hey, Google, hey, Alexa, that stuff works pretty good at voice recognition. You know, it's, it's pretty solid in terms of recognizing what you're saying and getting you the answers. So the idea of that being more directly integrated with their AI and games and stuff, that could be cool, you know. Um, but I thought the coolest thing that they brought up with the YouTube part was that their idea is that you could be watching a guy streaming a game on YouTube. Let's just take something, for example, like uh, Odyssey, and you're Alexios, and you're on top of this mountain right before you get to a boss. They're saying that you could pick up your controller, press the A button, be like, do you want to 
they said, do you want to buy the game? Again, we'll get later to like what their business model is going to be. But it's like, do you want to buy this game? Yes, click yes. You buy the game, and literally you could jump in right then and there in that exact save state that that player had and pick up right where that streamer was playing. What a way to ruin so, that part of the game, the, for, well, the first yeah, half of it. <laughs> and that's one of those things maybe where it's like it sounds cool in theory, but what's the ap- actual application like? And maybe that's you know one of those scenarios of it's like it's cool, but like, how often is that people going to use that? But I um, get loads of wins on Apex Legends. <laughs> I'm going to hop right into the middle of this guy's game when there's three people left. <laughs> when there's one guy left and he's already like halfway down, I just got to finish him yeah. off. So yes. Um, so there was that. They also showed a bunch of other AI stuff. Again, stuff that was cool in theory, but I have no idea what the hell the application would be. One was AI learning that took a, a still image of like they showed like Starry Night, uh, the Van Gogh p- painting. And then they took like this first-person shooter level, and it just transplanted that that background image onto objects in the world and stuff. <laughs> like what? Why, it why looked do I need cool, that? but like, <laughs> what? How does that actually get translated into any meaningful thing in development of a game? I don't know. I don't um, think they do either. To be fair, again, they wanted to really stress the AI learning and all that stuff, which we get it. You know, you're you're basically uh, what was it from Terminator? Uh, Skynet. Skynet. Yeah, we get it. You're Skynet. We're all screwed. We get it. But um, yeah, so there was that. So there was some cool things. Um, but anyways, moving on to the presentation they went through. Um, they did get a uh, some different uh, heads of development out there to say that they were starting up the gaming division and that they had started up a first-person studio. I, I did note down when I watched the video, the press conference, they did say Studio Singular, which part of me is like, if you're just now starting a studio, I can't imagine you've got any like exclusive stuff coming anytime soon, I wouldn't think. Right, not dropping oh. with the service, at least. Yeah, um, although as GDC went on, it sounds like Google was out there, kind of got the vibe that Microsoft's been having the past couple of years that they are probably looking to acquire people. Um, so, you know, that's something if you have the money you do when, when you're Microsoft to Google, you can fix problems pretty quick with money. So, um, so yeah, so they're probably looking at beefing up their, uh, their first party gaming division studios. Um, going into the specs of the service itself, uh, they recommend 25 megabits per second download speed for their 1080p 60fps gameplay. Um, they got out and said that uh, higher speeds would offer 4K 60, and then they got out and said, hey, you know what? Screw 4K. Have you heard of 8K? Because, yeah, get some. 8K coming at you. You only need gigabit, gigabit internet offered by <laughs> us. You only need Google Fiber. Oh, wait. Oh, this is um, all making so much sense. Well, see, the funny thing about Google Fiber is they're already cutting that back, too. But that's, to give Google credit, that's not really their fault. That's more of local ISPs that kind of uh, strong-armed them, a lot, of, a lot of that stuff. So Google Fiber is not happening like they wanted it to. But but anyways, 8K, you know, sure. Because great. why not? Because why not? Your eyes can only so, see so much. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, um. The reason why I'm going to bring that up later, the their download for their version of 10AP60 is that does reference something we can compare with Microsoft's xCloud later, but we'll come back to that. Um, Digital Foundry did a whole spiel on their take on the service. They got hands-on with it. They found that they tested an average of 166 milliseconds uh, lag on all their tests they performed while at the GDC conference. Um that doesn't seem great, but also at the same time doesn't seem terrible for what it is, I guess. Uh, 
I feel like you'll never I know see from, competitive gaming on. No, no, this. you're never going to see Street Fighter Five being right. played. You know, Just on this or, or legginess. Yeah, so you know, because like if you think of like what people want a TV to be at with a wired controller, you're you're usually shooting for less than thirty mill, uh, milliseconds for input lag. As far as a and you know, heck, they've even got monitors out there that claim zero or one or two millisecond lag. You know, so you know, people that are competitive. This isn't going to replace having a box, but um, it sounds reasonable on the lag, though. Um, again, we talked about the direct integration with YouTube with the share button, um, the whole watch it streamer get in the game at that moment in time, um, the help button with the Google Assist. Um, they, The thing that was kind of missing from this entire showpiece was that they didn't talk at all about their business model, what this would cost. They mentioned the Google Play storefront at one point, which... I guess obviously that's they're going to be their their storefront, but they didn't mention anything about any kind of sh like Netflix like model like Game Pass. And correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but if this service comes out and they don't offer a Game Pass like model for a monthly subscription to access a lot of games, I kind of feel like this doesn't take off without that. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it's going to be a a big. They they need to wow customers yeah to well, them and i don't think with what what's been said so far anything is going to well me personally won't wow me or doesn't wow me it, it's one of those things where like if this works i think that's the proofs in the pudding i think it'll definitely be here to stay if it works but i don't see it being what they want it to be in terms of like the next like the next money maker game changer and if they don't offer like any way other than hey here's a storefront pay $60 for the game and then you can stream it like i don't i don't see how that takes off at that point you know no it's just another another avenue or another uh, as you say storefront for you to load up your games yeah and, you know and as much as i said the help buttons great idea again okay it stops you going onto your laptop or your phone to find that exact clip of where you are but it's potentially just a novelty item isn't it yeah yeah it, although I, I now this this is going to probably raise some eyebrows so now th none of this is confirmed what i'm about to say this is all from reset era from what a lot of people have heard from people at the conference and behind closed doors with developers uh they google has basically got out there and i, I just i'm not going to say what i think of this but you tell me what you guys think google has gotten out there and have proposed a type of business plan, and their their one they're proposing is that, what if you could rent a game for two hours, for a low cost? What about that? Like let's say like Google Google's idea is that you've got four hours till your wife gets home to play a game. Maybe you pay them five bucks to rent it four hours. It's it's more options, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's the only positive way to look at it, right? <laughs> like, it's yeah, it's kind of weird. I feel like the price would have to be pretty low. Pretty for low. Me to think yeah. that that was a good idea, but then I guess in certain instances, if you get like a ten-hour single-player game, and if I can rent it for ten bucks total, then sure, that's fine. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's a cool idea. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, again, I think it gets back to I think they need a Game Pass-like model for this to really take off. But uh, I, with all this said about everything, though, I think the thing that gets overlooked in streaming is it'll be pretty cool to be uh, to a point one day where we no longer have to install 80 gig games to play them. You know, right? Like we just 
press a button and we're playing instantly, you know. Like for for Scott so, man who couldn't join in on the community play because he <laughs> forgot to download Master Chief Collection yeah, 100 yeah. gigs or whatever. Yeah. Um so uh this is coming out this year. Um it will be available on anything that pretty much runs Chrome essentially. Um they even talked about how any any non-smart TV you could plug in a Chrome uh cast and it would work with the controller. Um so well, I guess not the controller itself; it's Wi-Fi, but it would allow whatever it needed to happen happen as far as the service itself. Um, so yeah, so it's coming this year, and it sounds like other than unless you count PlayStation Now, this will be the first major for to the market streaming option for like phones and things like that. So um, moving on, uh, Microsoft was obviously also at GDC. They had gotten on inside Xbox the week before, kind of showed off xCloud running on a phone a little bit. Some things to note from their showcase uh, is that xCloud, uh, or Microsoft is claiming that it only needs 5 megabits per second internet for 1080p 60 I call baloney. <laughs> I, yeah, me too, me too. Because the idea that I would be running at 5 megabits, or have 5 megabits per second Internet, which I'm, a, which is barely good enough probably to download your email, um, let alone have little to no input lag on a on a video game over the uh, internet. That's like I can barely open a web page at five megabits. Yes, yeah. that is what they're claiming though, huh. um, and they say a lot of that is backed up by what they're doing with Azure. Um, I, something I will say really quick that was a little bit misleading about the Google conference. They at one point showed a. Um, I got way too much in the weeds on this oh, on Discord, know. but yeah. Well, <laughs> anyways, uh, they showed a graph of basically like here's all our uh, node centers and stuff. And what they failed to say was that that wasn't their data centers. That was their that was them using edge nodes, which are exist in the world at various places for like. Uh, for basically um, you to ping off of your data for various things you're running through the internet, um, servers, um, different ways VPNs could be used, things like that. But but when Microsoft got on stage, they're basically like, hey, here's actual data centers we own with Azure all over the world. By the way, we're the only ones in the Middle East, we're the only ones in China, and we have more, we have more data centers than Amazon and Google combined, which... <laughs> It's saying a lot because Amazon actually leads the market in terms of sales at this point, although I think they said Microsoft is will pass them this year. But um, Amazon has been leading in terms of just renting out their cloud servers. But um, the idea that Microsoft owns more than both of them combined is maybe does – maybe that raises your eyebrows a little bit with like, okay, maybe they can do this a little bit better or just as well as Google. Um but um, with that said, their conference mostly centered around how they wanted on every single device that could possibly run xCloud, including phones, computers, any console, um, anything like that. And the big thing about the phones they got out and said was, let's say you're somewhere and you have a phone and you don't have a controller with you, uh, although any controller will work that connects to the phone via Bluetooth. They are basically putting in default touch controls for any game um, that you would play on xCloud. Um, and they also put in an SDK kit that would allow people to make custom touch controls, which doesn't sound exciting at first, but then they showed like how Turn 10 had made custom controls for Forza, and it was like a throttle and like a little steering wheel kind of thing and stuff, and it actually looked That's kind of awesome. smart, actually. Yeah, really smart. And you're like, okay, I could see some games taking advantage of that in a really smart way, actually. Yeah. Um, 
so they they got out and said every game that runs on Xbox will run on xCloud at no additional work to the developer. They will all have default touch controls if you don't have a controller. So it sounds like Microsoft is doing all the work to make sure that if, if you want to play a game on your phone in the middle of nowhere and you have nothing else but your phone, you can theoretically do it. So, um, yeah, so they got out and basically talked about that, said they would have more to say at E3. Um, so anyways, that, uh, I would like to say that's the end of the streaming talk. I'm going to hit, I'm going to, I'm going to go through rapid fire on the end of this news here, but that's not all for streaming because the last bit of streaming news, I, I, real quick, actually, I'm going to do a pop quiz or just a question oh, to you guys. Man. If there's another company out there that you would imagine would get into the streaming game this late in the day, what would, what would your guess Walmart. be? Walmart. <laughs> Son of a. <laughs> Did I guess right? Yeah, you did, actually. It's Walmart. <laughs> Wally World. Good old Bill Walton. Uh, so, yeah, Walmart got out there and said, hey, 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 we're looking to get into the streaming service thing. Um, enough so to where they were talking to developers behind closed doors at GDC like, hey, we're looking to do this. Would you be interested in being on our service? So, sure, Walmart's going to offer a game streaming service. Pass. Oh, seems a bit late. <laughs> No, thank I, you. It's it's definitely one of those things to where, like, I feel like they're in the same camp Sony would be because it's like if you're not Amazon, Google, or Microsoft and you own your own servers, you have to rent from one of those three guys. So how profitable is it at that point if you're having to rent the servers, you know? But I, I don't I know. I hope this isn't real. Who knows? But anyways. <laughs> no, I think it's... <laughs> I think it's real. There was enough. Uh, there was enough people saying that 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 they had talked to developers that said, "Yeah, Walmart was there asking this question." All right. So. <laughs> um, all right. Here we go. Moving on. Am, uh, Apple is planning a Netflix-like subscription service for uh, its App Store, um, curating a list of apps or games that it would uh, basically highlight for its service. You would play a monthly fee to have access to all those games. Like like first thing mobile I'd... games. Mobile games, yes. I thought all mobile games were just free. <laughs> so that was my biggest issue with this story. I'm like, aren't the most successful, biggest money-making apps free to free play? Games, yeah. yeah, microtransactions. Like, huh? So yeah, I don't know. Maybe Apple's no. Maybe they got something up their sleeves. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but uh, sorry about that. Um. Anyways, moving on. PlayStation State of Play stream coming March 25th. Uh, it'll already be, I guess, aired uh, by the time you listen to this. Uh, for PlayStation gaming announcements, it sounds like it's going to be similar to Inside Xbox. A um, couple of industry insiders got out on Reset Era this weekend, said don't expect anything big, but there will be some decent game announcements, but nothing huge. Do you think they'll talk about The Last of Us 2 for the uh, 14th I, time? I, maybe they'll have a guy come out on stage with the flu. Oh, I and, hope so. Uh, and with water reeds and just, you know, whistle through them. And then, you know, to really fill the moment. Hero Shadows Die Twice is already out. We don't need any more no, samurai games. Right. So. Fair. Um, so that's March 25th. By the time this airs, you will have watched that in all its glory. Um, Mutant Year Zero is getting an expansion soon per the devs. Um, did you kind of drop off that risk? I did, but it, okay. it's a great game for what it's worth. Okay. So, um... Worth noting that's in Game Pass. You would get a discount on the DLC if you did want to opt for that. So there's that. Um, we talked last week that Control uh, developers of the uh, Alan Wake uh, game, or Alan Wake dev team, Platinum, or Platinum? am I saying that right? Is it Platinum that made Alan Wake? Sure. 
I don't know. People that made Alan Wake and, and, and Quantum Break, um, last week we said Control was their new game, and it was coming out this summer. We didn't have a date. Well, this past week they went ahead and gave a date. I don't know why they didn't give it before, but uh, August 27th, Control comes out. Um, the other bit of news for that game was that it's going to be an Epic Store exclusive on the PC. Also, that was a brain fart, um, but Remedy is who makes those. Remedy, sorry. I, I don't know why I said Platinum. Yeah, Remedy. Um... So yeah, that's the game where you're the girl with the gun that changes and morphs, and the world around you morphs and Quantum changes. It looks point. Yeah, it looks pretty 5. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, moving on. New leaks suggest EA Access is finally coming to PS4 because Sony has finally decided that it's a good value for the gamers. Finally. Um, so yeah, I guess. I guess better late than never. Sure. So mm. now the PlayStation, because I know like. Mere Designs, one of our community members, he was bummed because he's out, he was on PlayStation only and the Anthem early access, like the 10 hours <laughs> early. He's just like, well, I'm on PlayStation, so have fun playing all week. So that'll be yeah, cool for so the PlayStation folks to be able to yeah, take yeah, advantage of that. Finally be or there. even the discounted games, like 20 or 50. Yeah. Is it 20? I want to say it's uh, 20. Is it that much? I, I can't remember. It's 15 or 20. I can't remember. Either way, it's a decent um, amount off your EA titles, so... Yeah, yeah. Plus, even uh, all the games in the vault. Plus, yeah, well, that's the thing too. There's some and, and good games now. But... Sizable amount. The thing that's kind of weird about this, though, is because with PS4 not having back compat, there's a lot of games Ew. in that vault that are back compat that wouldn't be available to them. True. Yes. Uh, so, does that work differently because they're completely hosted on I, EA's like hub? I don't know. I don't know. I. Huh. Maybe. Weird. I, That'll be interesting. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how that, how that would work, out. or if, or if that would work. Yeah. So, um, anyways, moving on. Uh, Call of Duty Mobile yes! announced pre-registration signups. I know you signed up for uh, this. I know Ryan mentioned it. Uh, I went ahead because why not? What the hell? Uh, and from the trailer, it looked like they were teasing some blackout risky. Yeah, buddy. I don't know. I doubt they'll I be don't know. Look- like cross progression. But if I could get my, <laughs> if I could get my d- daily skier tier skip done at work. Boom! Wait a second. Wait a second. You're telling me that Activision, the most pro-consumer company I have ever come to know in this day and age, 2019 year of our Lord, that they would not allow us to have cross progression with the mobile and the console version? Okay. Risky. Fine. Okay. Anyways, moving on. Sea of Thieves year anniversary update scheduled for April 30th. Uh, showed off a trailer. I, I gotta say, they're adding a lot of stuff to Sea of Thieves. This is a pretty big update. Uh, I know it take everything I say about Sea of Thieves with a grain of salt, but um, we'll hit some stuff here real quick. They're adding the arena, PvP area, with its own exclusive uh, like uh, skins, different prizes, things to win, its own uh, hub area to talk to people, or uh, to... I don't know. Anyways, it's a PvP zone if you're into that. <laughs> um, they're adding a, a single-player campaign. Um... Adding a lot more lore to the game, um, adding fishing to the game, as well as cooking, um, and a new uh, faction which will allow you to hunt animals, uh, which will actually reward you for fishing and hunting uh, animals and stuff and cooking, things like that. Uh, it's all kind of centered around those new options. Uh, more damage to ships, so like the, si- the mast of a ship and other parts of the ship can now be blown off, which oh, will wow. obviously affect how the ship moves. Uh, you have to get it repaired, uh, things like that. Um, there is, uh, I guess I can finally talk about this because they showed it in the trailer and yeah, a lot of people was in the inside of the program. There's a harpoon gun on the front of the boat yes. now, both sides. 
it's actually kind of freaking awesome because here's why. And the trailer showed off some of the awesome stuff. Trailer basically showed off a sl uh, sloop harpooning a megalodon and then proceeding to be dragged by that yes. megalodon across the yes. ocean. Yes, and yes. It gets better because if you harpoon something, and you can harpoon anything, other boats, rocks, islands, anything. If you press the left trigger, it draws your boat like a winch oh to that. God. It's a grappling so, hook for a boat. Yes, yes. Um, I've already seen some pretty freaking ridiculous ship-to-ship -ship boarding stuff going on with this. Um, it's it's pretty great, all of, I gotta all say. All of that stuff you just said is all dropping on April 30th? April 30th, Good all of it, Lord. yes. That is a lot. Um, yeah, some of the single-player stuff is there's actual scripted events where you'll go into a cave, a door will slam behind you, booby traps will go off. Uh, they're adding stuff where you have to look to the sky for constellations that will trigger an event and point to a certain area of where you need to go. Um, it's a lot of cool stuff is getting added. And like I said, animals that you will hunt, skin... Um, fishing is like Far Cry, uh, the Far Cry they had in Far Cry, or sorry, Far Cry 5 fishing to where you have to kind of lead the fish a certain way or go against where they're pulling. It's actually pretty involved in the way it works. Um, yeah, it, it, there's a lot of stuff they're adding and it looks really great. Um, I'm, I'm really excited for it. So, uh, you know, pine, pineapple, stuff like that. There's a lot of other minor stuff, but yeah. They are absolutely smashing content. From what it was a year and a half ago, yeah. maybe two years. They all have... free, by the way. Yeah, all free. Um, the crazy part is the other thing I didn't mention is they're adding pets. Uh, that's also in the insider build right now. Although you, I don't know if you can actually get them yet. There's a you basically have a little cage on the islands and on your boat to where if you want to switch out your pet or a different one. And the best I can tell, that will be the first form of microtransactions in the game is pets. To which, what I would say to people is. We've gotten everything to this game free so far. If that's the only microtransactions we ever have to deal with to throw them a bone their way, I am 100% okay with that. Well, it depends how much the pets are, but yeah, I'm I'm yeah in your in your corner with that one. I think that's uh, that would be fine throwing them a yeah. few dollars here and there. And the only one I know of so far is a crab. Um, and apparently, you can put these in cannons. You can shoot them. You can throw them <laughs> out in the ocean. You can get them back through your little cage thing but you can do whatever you want to with them if you leave them on an island they stay on the island if you leave them on an enemy boat they stay on the enemy boat oh, wow. like it's hilarious you know it's sea of thieves style stuff but like yeah. but i can tell you though with how the masts crash down with how the harpoon guns and stuff works it's it feels like a totally new game with a lot of the stuff they've added so yeah that will be here april 30th uh that trailer is out there if you want to take a look at that it does kind of go over a few of that stuff though yeah let's get on that so you know how we talked about uh, PAX East and uh, all the excitement around uh, Borderlands? Uh, uh, shout out to Chaotic. Uh, <laughs> actually, I should say pour one out for Chaotic because uh, it sounds like the reveal is just going to be Borderlands Game of the Year edition. So no. without a three. Um, yeah. So it got leaked for an ESRB rating. Um <sighs> Yeah, I, you know, there still could be a Borderlands 3 announcement at PAX East. I'm not counting on it, given that this got leaked. Uh, and it makes sense they would probably wait till E3 anyways, I guess. So, I don't know. What, what do you think, Chocolate? I mean, you think maybe we get this and then Borderlands 3 at E3? <sighs> I hope so. Um, yeah, me too, yeah. <laughs> but Chaotic hope so. <laughs> yeah, it just feels... 
may when I was a say bit of a letdown. Maybe well, I was going to say led astray, but it's not even led astray. Our minds have just that Twitter post is you know has sent the the community into into madness, and then this dropping, you're all of a sudden looking and going, ah, great, I'm not going to get what I want. Yeah, and and like I we've said forever, Take Two and Randy Pitchford has hinted at Borderlands Three forever. So we know it's it, we know it's being worked on, if not near ready, and it's just a matter of when they want to release it, I guess. Um, but anyways, yeah, this this is a little bit of a letdown, though. I got to say, I hope they're just throwing a bit of shade and then you know a nice big huge, you, you know, leading everyone off the. So they this off the like trial, a red, like a red herring kind of thing. Just yeah, throw and you then off. and then drop it at E3, and you know everyone goes crazy. Yeah, there'll be I tears in the street. E3, three, follow the money. Just saying. Ooh. Three, three, three. What? What does it mean? The numbers, Mason. <laughs> the numbers. What do the numbers mean, Mason? All right. Uh, moving on. Um, Rainway announces Xbox app will release June the fourth. So for people that don't know what this is, this is essentially a program that will allow you to play your PC games on the Xbox. So a few weeks ago, Xbox got out and said, hey, that Mirror app that's out on Xbox, you can theoretically play your PC games on an Xbox. I will say for having tried to do this firsthand, it is not easy to do and doesn't work super well. So the fact that Rainway is coming out with this uh, app for Xbox actually sounds pretty cool. Um, so, you know, games that support controllers, and now that the Xbox supports keyboard and mouse, theoretically your Xbox would be a Steam link, I guess, you know. Now I just um, have to figure so out cool. what games I couldn't play before because is there a lot of PC exclusive games? Risky, are you kidding me? Okay, I guess I probably <laughs> just offended a bunch of people somehow on accident. Okay, well, I'll say this. The big third-party stuff that comes to console obviously comes to PC. That stuff is right. known. I think what you're missing out on PC is... World of Warcraft. Well, yeah, well, yeah, I guess, yeah. <laughs> that is one, yeah. Um, but it would be stuff like some of the random stuff I play. But I, even I would argue that I play more random, random stuff. There's still a lot of stuff like, you know, world, uh, like um, Total War series, like all those games, or like the uh, Warhammer Total War series, or all the Warhammer... There's like tons of Warhammer games on PC, too. Like, there's just a lot of stuff that is either only on PC or works better on are PC. Are these just all RTS games? That's what I've been missing out on. A lot, a lot of them are. I mean, a lot of them are, Frank. You know, frankly. Um, but there, there's probably a good share of stuff that isn't. Um, but with that said, I mean, Steam Live, if you go to the Steam store, there is just so many games That was there my thought. It was like, could, I might just be able yeah. to get some good single-player stuff that's on consoles, yeah. and but they, it'll be cheaper here, so... Hundred percent, and they have sales all the time. Right. That that we think we get good sales with Xbox. They call them Steam sale for a reason. Like they they that pioneered that whole like bargain bin stuff. I better you know? make a so, wish list or whatever they call it. <laughs> they they have that function on Steam, so there you go. Um, yeah, yeah, Risky will finally get to utilize a wish list. You heard it here first. <laughs> um, uh, moving on, Battlefield Five released a roadmap for 2019. Um, Got to say, I'm getting back into this game. It's actually at a pretty good place now. Um, so the roadmap uh, revealed a hint at where they're going after Greece in that area, and it hinted at a sleeping giant rising. So anybody that knows a little bit about history would know that you know uh, 
in World War II when Japan attacked Pearl Harbor. They kind of, uh, 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 I forgot the guy's name now, actually, I feel bad, but uh, it was a Japanese uh, admiral basically said that he had feared he had woken a, a sleeping giant in that moment. So a lot of people think this is hinting at Battlefield Five going to the Pacific Theater with America and uh, Japan. Um, which would be cool because they've not done that in a Battlefield game since 1942. Um, so, battleships, carriers, uh, island combat, a la like uh, Call of Duty World at War, um, you know, that could all be coming later on this year. Um, and last thing I'll say about Battlefield 5 is by the time this airs, uh, uh, what is, I forgot the game Firestorm. mode again. Um, Firestorm will be released. Uh, saw some release footage of that. It actually looks pretty cool. The circle um, looks the, pretty cool. That's about it. The, yeah, <laughs> it's, I think its hook is going to be on whether or not vehicles make it feel substantially different. But, like uh, those world, yeah. like the, the helicopters that are getting shot out of the sky and stuff. Oh gosh, yeah, the, the helicopter. Although that helicopter does look kind of rad for what they sure. made um, for that mode. Um, so anyways, that's the Battlefield 5 news. Uh, roadmap's up on their uh, site. It uh, goes into a little bit more detail on the, the Greece area, things like that. Um, Sony is no longer selling digital copies of games anywhere but PSN. Uh, that means anything at Walmart, GameStop, anywhere. Uh, the, the cards that had the digital code of video games are, will only be available at PSN. Um, I guess not much else to say about that other than it would. I would assume that means that gifting is coming soon to PSN if they're doing this. But that's kind of crappy if it's not. It's just, but, I mean, aren't they making their money either way? So, like, what? I don't. Well, that's what I was confused about. Like, I don't see why they would bother doing this. Yeah, that's weird. I'm but, sure they have to pay the retailer, though, don't they? So, well, they're it, probably taking a bigger. Yeah, cut. yeah. But it, it, it just sounds wonky because you're not you're not giving people the opportunity to see your game or see your, I don't know. Well, uh, it just feels wonky. Part of me thinks like you would want yourself out there as much as you can available to buy. I mean, right. I mean like, you know, I, I don't know. It's yeah. Like I said, it just feels wonky. Yeah. So that will, uh, be happening next month. Um, so, you know, we'll see if they say anything else about that. Um, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2 is announced. Uh, this is a real big cult classic. I never played the first one, but I have a lot of friends that literally adored that game and talk about it like it was one of the best games ever made. So I'm interested, if nothing else, for that reason for what this is. Um, not much else is detailed other than it's coming to PC, PS4, and Xbox. Last bit of news this week, Clobrow, the industry insider we go to for a lot of Xbox news, hints that Microsoft uh, is going to reveal several more studio acquisitions this year at E3, and that one of them, he believes, is I.O., the makers and owners of Hitman. Guys, see that as a good fit for uh, for uh, Microsoft Game Pass, things like that? Yeah, why not? I think the Hitman... Yeah. Like, how they release Hitman would be such a perfect fit for Game Pass. Totally agree. I th And I, th I I, think when Game Pass first launched and they got into the mode of buying studios, I think people had always floated this studio as like, man, that sure seems like that would be a perfect fit. Like, Yeah, that, I mean, so, that'd, be, that'd, be, that'd be good, yeah. Yeah, like every two months you get a whole new level that you can level up and all the different, like, weekly assassination attempts and all that stuff. You know, that could be cool. Um, that's job. it for the news, though. Uh, Sorry, Chocolate, I interrupted you. <laughs> no, I was going to say, yeah, it would be great fun. It would yeah. be really, really good. And 
not to piss chocolate off because it's like three o'clock in the morning, but we also did have a, <laughs> and I will keep this as brief as I humanly can. We had a uh, an Indies showcase, the Nintendo Switch Indies. Yes. Um, that was this past week. There was just a few things I would say. Um, Cuphead is coming to the Switch on April 18th. Which I think a lot of people thought that would never happen, but now that Nintendo and Microsoft seem to be best buds. Xbox Live integration coming later this year with it, too. Well, there you go. Um, So that was cool. Uh, Blaster Master Zero Two. Getting a sequel to Blaster Master. Is that in any way connected to your Thrustmaster? Uh, Hopefully (laughs) I can play Blaster Master with my Thrustmaster. Yes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. PG plays risky. PG. Um, who is the double fine guy? Is that Tim, Tim Schaefer? T- uh, yes. Yes. Um, yes. So he showed up to announce his new game, which is called oh. Rad, which sounds rad. <laughs> yeah, does it? Uh, I, I, it's, I, yeah, it's a 3D yeah. top-down uh, roguelike, apparently, like an action, action game, I guess. And it, it seems like you can take different powers from creatures in the world so like if you kill a certain enemy you can get like parts of it and it becomes a weapon for you something like that it looks super super weird but that's coming from double fine and uh bandai um there was a weird sad snow dog game and a weird uber simulator it's called neo cab but it looks like you're a cab driver and it's a story-based game so you pick up people and talk to them, blah, blah, blah. The biggest <laughs> thing that came out of this, though, is actually the sequel to Crypt of the Necrodancer, which if you, oh, if yeah. you haven't played that, that game itself, it's a rhythm-based roguelike where y- you time your movement and actions with whatever, with like the beats of the music that's going on. S- super fun game. So they announced the second one, and the lady comes out, and she's like exploring above ground. She's like, "Oh, I'm finally above ground," and she's like doing her hopping and stabbing and whatever. And then Link and Zelda show up. Like, what? So that's pretty awesome. And the name of the game is actually Cadence of Hyrule. Um, that's so awesome. That is so I, like that. Generally got me pumped when I saw that. So yeah, it's like the. I, I love it when Nintendo does this and the, and they give out their IP to these like smaller indie studios. It's like, here, yeah. how much better would your game be if Link and Zelda were playable characters in it? And I don't know. I saw that and I saw because I was just pumped to begin with when I just saw the Crypt of the Necrodancer like chick come up and I was like, oh cool, we're getting a second one. And then these two show up. Like what? Come on. <laughs> Uh, but I figured that was worth mentioning. And there's a few other uh, smaller games. But Oh, that ninja game looked really, really there, good. Uh, yeah. There was a, a lot of these actually looked good. And it was like a 20, 20 minutes. I love it when they do this because they're literally like, all right, here's a bunch of games. And then you just get a bunch of gameplay. There's no like weird BS anywhere. It's just here's all the stuff coming up. And it's all indie stuff. And uh, it was really good. Really good one. I still wish they would do something with their store on the Switch. I think it needs improving in some way. I just don't know what. But the, the easiest way, to be honest, is going to Nintendo's actual <clears throat> website and browsing games and sales that way. Yeah, because they have a they have a lot of filters that the Switch doesn't have, as far as I can tell. Uh, so that's a good way to look at those. But yeah, check that out. Um, all right, I just wanted to add that. Um, new games for the week. Am I doing this? <laughs> 
When it, what is that? What is that? Uh, out? Am I doing this? Comes out now, and I am so. Uh, coming to Xbox 360 back compat, we have Air Mech Arena and Brothers in Arms Hell's Highway. I bet you, Doc, you loved that game. I don't know. Don't remember that one. Isn't that a World War II game or what? something? I, I, honestly, my 360 area was was basically me either playing Bad Company or 2 Halo? or Call of Duty. Oh. Or, well, yeah, Halo also. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then new games coming out this week. Uh, Assassin's Creed 3 Remastered. The Show... 19 that's the playstation exclusive unfortunately but if you want your baseball fix that comes out on the 26th uh tropico 6 yoshi's crafted world and this last one is kind of bittersweet but the final chapter of the final season of the telltale's walking dead we talked about that series for a while like every week um so the very last episode ever of that series uh, is also coming out on the 26th. So that means I can finally start playing the final season because they're all, we'll all be out. Going to wrap up Clementine's journey. I'm pretty pumped. I bet you it's going to be really sad. I need to get back onto those. Ah, they're so I've good. Got a few left. They're so good. Um, yeah, that's all the new stuff. Not a, not a terrible week. Like if you're a baseball fan, sweet. If you're a walking Duds fan, sweet. If you're like Yoshi and arts and crafts, <laughs> Sweet, and if I have heard a lot of good stuff about the Yoshi, the Yoshi game, game so. looks pretty awesome because you can go back and play levels from the backside of all the scenery, so you see like the cardboard yeah. cutouts and stuff. It 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 looks really <laughs> cool. Um. Anyways, with that, uh, this is a mailbag episode, so let's get into the mailbag. You've got mail. So, this month's mailbag will start off with a question from Troubadour. He says, choose a game genre. Then, like a best of all work scenario, what attributes from other games would you take to make it the best experience of that genre? Example, an FPS game with a story quality like something like Uncharted, uh, the mechanics of some game here, and so on. Excuse me. Um, either one of you want to start with this one? Tro always writes in some some brain busters. I know we don't always have great answers, <laughs> so if anyone has one, speak now. Um, I think I feel like probably there's a good answer with uh, a battle royale and insert something else really good from another genre. Yeah, we've talked but... about it. It's called the Battlefront Three BR, <laughs> where. A hundred stormtroopers and Jedis and Wookiees all drop in from the yeah. sky. Oh God! Still waiting on that one, but yeah, that would be that would be. And brilliant. they'll all have powers um, like the Apex people. Like everybody has their own kits. It's gonna be like a hero shooter battle royale, Star Wars mashup. Oh, whew. it's gonna be a lot of fun. I guess. I, I would argue. I, I this is probably gonna be a canned answer, but like, let's say a space sci-fi first-person shooter. With a good story from the Aliens franchise. So, yeah. <laughs> An actual good game from the what Aliens franchise. What type of game franchise. are we playing? Is it like a third-person action first person, First-person shooter uh, with RPG. You could even put in some RPG mechanics, like uh, leveling up or, you know, 
customizing your gun, whatever, but from the Alien franchise that was actually good, an actual good Alien game. Um, and now that Disney owns them, it'll probably never happen. So, <laughs> so we shot that one down Great. real quick. Yeah. Great. Uh, Chocolate, do you have anything? Yeah, Dead Space. So it would be the the quality or the story quality of Dead Space. And then I want the game mechanics of Fallout, that kind of it. Oh, that sounds that, awesome. That type of system, yeah, picking, looting. And, Dead Space was such a good game too. Oh, De- Dead Space was amazing. And the, the thing is, the mechanics of the game was good anyway. So yeah. Yeah, it, you know, just that fine tune of picking stuff up and then crafting, going deeper into crafting. I think that would. But be all my... taking place like in dead space on like a or like a humongous yeah, in... ship, like or a big space station or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, or you know, if we're going for something completely brand new, not that I'm a Trekkie, but a Star Trek game Ooh. with the story quality. Of Dead Space. Are you saying Star Trek doesn't have a good story? You're about to offend some people. No, I don't know any games that have had a good story to them. I just meant Star Trek that in I've general. Played. <laughs> and <laughs> now you've offended yep. them, sir. Now you have. <laughs> Hate mail at Risky the Kid. All four people playing the MMO that's currently on consoles, the Star Trek MMO is going to be furious <laughs> at that answer. I'm pretty sure Chastar, Kate, and True Scott all have matching Star Trek tattoos, so I wonder if they play that together. <laughs> Maybe Chester... Hey, uh, next time you're in Discord, Risky, ask Chester why his friend got banned from Star Trek uh, for his Xbox Live account. Uh, yep, will do. <laughs> Good story, Bond. Do that. <laughs> Maybe don't. <laughs> um, so, uh, the answer I was going to give, which is more... Um, it came about from watching that Love, Death, and Robots series that's out right now on Netflix. And if you're in Discord, I have already talked about this a little bit. Um, but there was an episode of that show that was about these farmers that had mechs on their farm as, like, uh, protective elements, but also for, like, farming, I'm pretty sure. So I want something that's... Uh, it's a third-person action RPG, because those are the best games, obviously. Um, it's going to have farming elements like Stardew, so you can do all that kind of stuff. You've already uh, got but then it's also <laughs> at some points is going to be like wave like horde mode like wave defense because in that episode there's like these aliens that come through and that's when the dudes go um and hop in their mechs and they protect their farms and like their towns and stuff so being able to like build up a town and actually having a good story with like your farmer neighbors and then everybody has these own mechs and like even in the show they all had very customized mechs like one was like a spider mech and one dude had giant rockets and like you're going to be able to customize all of that and then there's a good solid like country story to it like just about fellowship and friends and it's going to be awesome and if you haven't seen that episode it's called suits on love death and robots if you watch that and you're not like they should make a video game out of this i don't know i don't know what you're doing wasting everybody's time (laughs) You are wrong, sir. But yeah, so that would be, I think that would be a ton of fun. Yeah. I, you could have said Stardew Garbage Collector, and I'd have been like, yeah, I'm Give down. me that Stardew Garbage Collection <laughs> give, me, give me that. <laughs> you could upgrade your garbage truck. You laugh, but I'd be upgrading that garbage truck all day. <laughs> all right, uh, moving on. This one comes in from Ladonian. What is the one movie that can bring you to tears every time you watch it? 
For me, it's Armageddon, the scene where Bruce Willis is talking with his daughter. So sad, and yet so brave. Sad face. <laughs> oh, Ladonian. <laughs> um, that's a good one. Do you guys have anything? Doc? That, it's tough when it says every time I cur- Like, I could name several or a good one that did the first few times I watched it, but... It's hard to say one that will like on cue every time I watch it breaks. Because eventually, you I, I know think the, that Bruce Willis is going to sacrifice himself uh, for Ben well, Affleck. Well, yeah, you eventually know that he cheats at the the straw drawing game, and then oh, heroic <laughs> death. Yeah, okay. Um, but I, I would say if I had to pick one, because it still probably moves me to this day, it would be. Um, I mean, probably especially now that I got a kid on the way, but like uh, the end of Gladiator. Um, when he dies and his little boy is running at him in the afterlife. That kind of gets me just about every time. What about time. the part where he walks up like, to his house and they're just overdone chaos? Yeah, that part, uh, <laughs> that part definitely uh, makes you want to want him to slowly kill the Emperor real good uh, at that part. <laughs> so That's a good one. That's a great movie, too. Uh, yeah. 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 Joaquin Phoenix was a really hateable sure guy was. in that movie, i got to say. Good, did a good job. Give Joffrey a run for his Indeed. money. <laughs> he did. <laughs> uh, Chocolate, do you have one? I... D- like dark and not one that constantly makes me every time I see it I cry but there was uh, one time where me and my wife we went on holiday and I sat down and watched Brother Bear and halfway through it I started crying I don't have I don't no know what idea. that is I, wait I don't know what that is either yeah enlighten us I think Brother Bear was a uh, googling uh, now was it DreamWorks oh it's yeah, an animated it was DreamWorks or, yeah it was an animated <laughs> so this is what happens movie. when you have kids okay no, this was before I had kids. And oh. I was, we were just going <laughs> down the rabbit hole we go. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened, but it hit me. Here we know. go, IMD 2003. I'll talk to your therapist and hit. see what he has to say. Yeah. Oh, I'm definitely. I'm getting strong Fox and the Hound vibes off this. This definitely looks I like things to be sad. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really. Is it just like me, the classic yeah. Disney movie where one of the main characters' parents die in the first ten seconds? Is it like a Bambi moment? Yeah. Is it a... I have no idea. I haven't he watched just it since. Sobbing. <laughs> I just remember we were on the airplane. I was. It was in the in-flight film, and tears were streaming. And she was like, "Are you crying?" And I was like, "It's so sad." I just remember but, yeah. the stewardess asking me for a fourth time, "Sir, please control yourself." You started to freak yeah. out all the other passengers. <laughs> yeah, saying to my wife, "Can you control her, please?" Hello. <laughs> uh, oh man. As far as me, I don't. I don't cry at movies because I'm a man. So. Uh, Fair, fair, fair. Uh, no, the last. I don't really have one that like every time. I feel like once it's spoiled that first, like Armageddon, I may yeah. have shed a tear that first time. But like once I know it's coming, it's like, oh, well, this isn't as surprising and sad as it was a second ago. Um, but I, it was last year. I watched a film called Gleason, which is about a dude who got ALS, and he played for the Saints. And he started filming this documentary, like, as soon as he heard he had it. So, like, at that point, he was still playing football and was just, like, a normal, fit dude. And then by the end of it, he's, like, crippled and can't talk. And, like, watching his family, like, grow up. It was – if you want to cry, goddamn, I don't think I had dry eyes that entire thing. It was horrible. But – Yeah, I can can only imagine, like, the self-realization of that, you know. Everything about it is just – horrible but really 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 sad if you're looking looking for a cry there you go thanks for that ladonian 
Yeah, just making me tear up <laughs> thinking about it. You'll take my antidepressants yep. now. <laughs> um, all right, this one comes in from Mirror Designation. Is there a game at any point as a gamer that you stopped playing because it got under your skin is uh, far more than normal? He said, I stopped playing Madden back around 2012 uh, because being relatively good, or even though being relatively good, it still infuriated him. His gamer life has been significantly better ever since he stopped playing Madden, I'm assuming. Um, Chocolate, you have any games like that? I've recently stopped playing FIFA. <laughs> uh, yeah, but like <laughs> until FIFA 20 comes out or... Uh, t- what? Uh, no, I've, I think I've I've gone to a turning point now. Oh, and, what uh, happened? Well, I've, well, I've, you know, you you sit there, you grind. This is going to sound so stupid. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm FIFA, excited. It's the it's the FIFA anonymous meetings he's been going to. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, you sit there. So it comes out September. You you work hard. You grind, and you know, come January, some teams are ridiculous. Some teams are not. And it's like, well, what did I? Why did I pump so much time into it? And you know, the kind of the very frustrating reasons why you lose due to you know the ball bouncing off your defender's knee going past your goalkeeper or the air quotes the penalty you gave away it, i think i'm i'm kind of done with it i'll i'll play for the um kind of the story mode because i'm really invested in this alex hunter story mode i think it's really alex hunter. hunter alex alex hunter with the goal um which i yeah i'm really enjoying but other than that ultimate team, I'm. I think I'm done. I think I'm spent until with FIFA. 2020. I don't. I. I. We I'm, shall see. Uh, until 2020, he see. is tapping on that vein to get it right Somebody back in. Somebody take well, a mental yeah. note. And let us chocolate's play next year. <laughs> I will say chocolate. There's something to be said about you saying like you do all this work for a team, and then what is it at the end of the day? There's probably a bigger moral to that of us looking at pixels on the screen and arguing what we did with our time spent i'm not gonna get into that but Uh, the amount of times i've looked outside and been like man i could be really experiencing (laughs) some some real life right now i could have learned i could have learned three languages by the time i've I've put in destiny right now back to 80th hour of division two here we go (laughs) cracks knuckles (laughs) oh doc how about you uh I, does it count if I went back to the game eventually? I, I or... mean, yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, Dark Souls 1, for sure. Um, I got to the... Uh, well, there was two boss fights in particular that... One I got to and I finally beat, but there was another one that happened right after the boss fight I did. Um, it was the Gargoyles uh, boss fight in the Dark Souls. And I, I died to it so many times in one night that I got so pissed off... I just, I, I literally put that game down and did not come back to it for at least a year and a half, if not longer. Um, and that's probably the only time I've ever done that to a game I've actually invested a decent amount of time into. And I had just bought that game, like was pumped for it, like uh, had played uh, Demon uh, Demon Souls on um, PS3, and I was like, okay, I'm all about this, and then got to that boss fight, and I could not beat it, and it got, I was just so, so mad. Closest I'd ever gotten to, like, busting a, like a game disc in half. Um Eventually went back, played it, beat it, but uh, yeah, that was definitely a moment to where I got really upset at a game. I don't, yeah, I don't know if I just, I don't think I've ever been that invested that I would just get that angry. Like the most angry I get, I feel like, is when I'm playing multiplayer games at this point. But I like the games I'm playing. I just get infuriated sometimes by things that are happening. But yeah. 
Or you ra- or you rationalize it on like they're lagging or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like there's like no way this is my and... fault. Although it's a hundred percent my fault. <laughs> How do you shoot through that rock? <laughs> but generally, if I find a game that I start to find frustrating, um, I don't know. There's eight bajillion games to play. I always just move on to something. I don't think I, anything's really ever gotten me like infuriated to the point of having to just shut that shit down. <laughs> so um, he. The last little part that he mentioned, though, about his gamer life being significantly better since he stopped playing Madden, this is kind of tied to this, but, like, that was achievement hunting for me. Sorry, I know I just offended a whole other subsect of people that listen. But <laughs> You wait till Tuesday well, we, in Discord. We, we've already went down the rabbit hole of getting rid of patrons, right, so, so you know, continue. you can't do any worse than me, Risky. Uh, yeah. No, because I used to be into that and, like, trying to 1,000 or 100% games, um, and then when I stopped having to like look up manuals to like go find collectibles, turning my like 10 hour call of duty campaign into like a 20 hour one. It's just like, I don't know. It was so relieving to not (laughs) be doing that anymore. So I think I kind of got frustrated with gamer score and then stopped caring about it in all capacities. I think I'm finally to that point too, because the only thing that was keeping me kind of hanging around the gamer score was chocolates gamer score and me trying to figure out a way to prep and stealthily Knock him like, out. Get, go past him. <laughs> but then part of it is just like, it's not worth it, man. You're right. It's not worth That's it. Like... It's not. It's just like, yeah, just enjoy the games for what they are. When chocolate just... was doc. You can't do it. Yeah. See, <laughs> damn you chocolate. It's, you stop. It's exactly stop what it. he was doing to me. And for a while I was like, Oh yeah, I, I can definitely beat him. But then I was thinking, well, what do oh. I have to play? And what's the amount of time I have to put into this? There was, there was one that we just finished a podcast. And I literally got out an Excel spreadsheet and was like, okay, I've got all the telltale <laughs> games. I haven't played yet. It's a thousand a pop. Okay. If I do that in the month uh. of March, it's like, I'm just like, no, stop, stop, stop. It's like, yeah. just stop it. That's too much. I have probably played, more, my ratio to achievement is probably outrageous because I just play games and then halfway through I'm like, oh yeah, this is rubbish. We have too next. many options. Play the next disposable one. Disposable income yeah. that really doesn't help us at all. Being a child Except gamer, Gunman Clive. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. And Gunman Clive, I Sell still that bad boy to the end. Haven't done number two yet. I'm stuck. You let Moose beat you. I might that. need to. Uh, Dude, the B playthrough is totally Moose different. Hates man. that game with a passion and beat both of them before he did. <laughs> Moose hates that game so much he would almost go to a store buy every copy so nobody else would experience it. <laughs> That's all right. I've got codes. Don't worry, guys. I'll give codes out. <laughs> Don't worry about it. We got you covered. All right. Um, this next one comes in from Free Radical, and I'm gonna need help, or maybe you guys are just as lost might be as the, me. Might be the most Free Radical question ever. Um, oh, there's. There's two of them here. Okay. Um, are you sure ghosts aren't real? So <laughs> last month he asked in or wrote in if ghosts were real, I think, or maybe it was a couple months ago. Uh, I think we all said no. So I think we're all pretty sure. Or maybe chocolate? Yeah. Chocolate may have? I, uh, do you know what? I can't okay, remember. okay I can't well, remember chocolate, I'll ask you right alone. now. <laughs> you weirdo. <laughs> do you think ghosts are real or not? <laughs> Today I'm going with no. I feel like Doesn't today is an ectoplasm. No. Well, yeah. So today I'm going so with no. I don't think the there is. What's the point of the Ghostbusters then? To well, they caught all the ghosts good... canonically, so that's why there is no more ghosts. I was going to say to make good TV, but 
they put them all in that magic box in the vault. You know, Both. you saw right. it. Uh, the second part of this question that also seems not connected to the first part of it at all. Uh, also, if you were <laughs> to purchase another Squishmallow, which one would it be? I have three. I don't yeah. know what this Head- means. Heads yeah, up, guys! I uh, I searched it in Safe Search on Google, and we're we're good. It's actually just a uh, little fluffy pillow that looks like an animal, so it's okay to oh, search it. Did we talk about this at one point? <laughs> I don't think so. I think this is just a free radical question. <laughs> well, yeah. So he phrased the question: <laughs> If I was to purchase another one, as far as I know, I don't think I ever purchased the first one. Anyone? <laughs> did anyone purchase a squish? Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you one that is an avocado with two very cute eyes. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna send this to Discord here. That means I've got to get my phone. Thank you. <laughs> Question mark. There's also one that is a whale shark that has a big plushy mouth that can hold stuff. I guess. Oh, like crystals and money. These are also very expensive, some of these. Is this like the new Beanie Baby thing? So to answer what your is question, this? Free Radical, we will not be buying any because they are expensive. Hang on. More importantly, how is Doc sharing it with you and not uh, me? He, he's not. I'm just saying and trying to move this show along because it's late for you. Oh, Thank there's you. a, oh, there's a pushing. Go. There's a little Facebook cat pushing one. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah, next question. This one comes in for okay. 10,000 fists. You decide to get a gaming tattoo. What do you get, and where do you get it? <laughs> really? <laughs> chocolate? It's on your butt, isn't it? Would you, would you, <laughs> chocolate, we're going to start with you. Is it Gunman Clive right on your butt cheek? <laughs> no, I would... <laughs> Hell no. I would get tattooed WW on each cheek. Like oh World my Warcraft. god. <laughs> okay. I think that's I think that's okay. What? We'll see if I remember to take a look at that or not. Oh god! Oh man! Well, that it's is so late. That that makes mine seem. Yeah, Doc. Doc, what was yours? <laughs> I was gonna say N seven uh, on my shoulder. You know, Mass Effect, because you know Mass Effect. So that's the easiest answer for sure. Because I always thought getting yeah. like a quarter sleeve, like elbow up, doing like. Shepard and Rex and Garrus and then like oh, the background yeah. is just like a deep like space purple with like stars and stuff like you could make such an awesome partial sleeve with mass effect in its world what was the uh what was the alien or what was the girl's name with the mask Tally uh, Tally I just get a heart that says That's Tally it. across it <laughs> I like it on the chest, um, yeah. and then the other one I thought I mean that obviously sounds way too painful so ugh, count, count me out <laughs> but the the one I thought more serious about was when I had just eclipsed my thousand hour mark in Destiny. I contemplated getting the uh, the Hunter triangles, like the stacked three triangles. Uh, oh yeah, because I thought I yeah. could get that small somewhere. Like if I got it on like my wrist, like small or I mean really anywhere. And it's so simple, and it's not like I don't know for like a casual person, you'd have no idea what it really is. It would just kind of look like some shapes. But then for, like, people that were Destiny fans or whatever, it would be like, oh, no shit. <laughs> Are you a hunter? <laughs> yes, I am. But that never happened. Even You're just out at a coffee shop, and somebody looks at your arm, and they kind of look down and uh, nod approvingly. Yeah, and like, yeah, I mean, that's in my head, that's exactly what God was happening. Guy knows what's up. So, <laughs> Guy knows what's up. 
You see, I like the sleeve idea now, having all kind of main characters from from a game series that you love. Yeah, just and Mass Effect, like, uh, it looks so... Oh. And I've seen, if you Google Mass Effect sleeve, like, tattoos, there are some people that have some pretty solid, pretty solid Oh, ones. I just did that. There is some, there is some awesome-looking tattoos. So, Dang. it would definitely be... It, I mean, at this point, I think it would be a Mass Effect tattoo. I'm not into Destiny really anymore. So that kind of would have just ended up being a, hey, you spent 1,600 hours in this game. So <laughs> there's that constant reminder that you could have been traveling the <laughs> oh, world, yeah. learning different languages, pretty much doing anything else. But I digress. Um, all right, this next one, <laughs> another free radical question. Would you buy a Utilikilt or do you already have one? Uh, chocolate, you're the closest one to Scotland, so is that what a utilikilt is? My... First of all, wait, utilikilt is that just a kilt or is that like a? I pictured like well, Batman's I... utility belt, except for he's wearing like a kilt. <laughs> I swear, free radicals making me Google something else. <laughs> I I don't know whether he's just meaning a normal kilt with you. Oh my attached. god, it's literally like a cargo pants style kilt. kilt. I mean. Oh. <laughs> oh my god this thing is real there's oh wow this is this is something else damn you free radical damn you I'm just gonna have so a i mean i i guess if i was being forced to wear a kilt i would want <laughs> a utility kilt <laughs> i definitely don't own one i plan on ever having one <laughs> there's literally a picture of a guy running a spartan race in this <laughs> and it's just like what <laughs> They look um, weird. And as actually, hell. I'll put this question out to Chestar because he's the only one I've actually seen a picture of in a kilt. Do you own a utility kilt? <laughs> Is this a normal thing? <laughs> Do people wear these to their jobs? Like a, 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 a Scottish construction workers all just wear these. <laughs> deep. Oh my god! Climbing up ladders with skills. Just, just like hard hats, <laughs> but yeah. Oh I love god. It. Uh, um, okay. We're oh jeez. Uh, this one comes in from Sweeney. Game Pass for me is one of the best things to ever happen to gaming. I find myself turning into a sales rep whenever I talk about it. Seven weird fake money signs a month for over a thousand <laughs> games a week. <laughs> yeah, they, you forgot they weigh their money. Yeah, it's real weird. Pounds. Like, no, that's what you weigh your... No, they, they weigh that with <sighs> things that you throw at girls on playgrounds. Um, stones. Just talk to me there. when you've got a stronger currency. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> Touche. <laughs> I butchered his question. Uh, the real question is, do you guys ever do the same thing or have ever liked something so much that you try to influence people? Uh, he says, noon energy does not count Ladonian. <laughs> uh, anything you guys are constantly trying to sell people on that maybe they w- haven't experienced or like a game that they may not have played? Uh, Doc, I feel like you... You're a pretty good Sea of Thieves sales rep, I think. Yeah, I, but I think even that gets roped back into Game of Game uh, Pass, really. You know, or or even like Crackdown, I would have been the first to say, "Hey, don't pay sixty dollars for this. Get Game Pass." Like, you know, it. it and the thing about it is, is Microsoft kind of sells themselves short on when they advertise this. They say, you know, for America, it's ten dollars a month for over hundred games. There's actually, I just looked on the Xbox. There's 196 games in it right now. Like you could almost say like close they to might 200. as well just add the four extra games and be like yeah two, like over 200 200 games. yeah or in other words more than you have possibly or more than you could possibly have time to play like 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it it all kind of ropes back to Game Pass for me with a lot of that stuff. It's just like, hey, you are on the fence about this game. Don't take my word for it. Get this, which offers all these other games, and just play it because right. it's on it. You know. So uh, for me, I try selling mobile games to people all the time. They usually don't buy them. <laughs> Marvel Strike Force. I'm going on a year now, and that's the best mobile game around. People just play it. The last one I got off your recommendation had a lot of chest armor that was very uh, not armored for the female combatants. Yeah, all right, Landgrisser. You know, I... <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, there was actually a pretty decent game in there. I just, I just didn't Agreed. stick with it. I so. also didn't stick with it. And yeah. Shine brought up a good point. He was like, "Well, you don't care about any of these characters you're chasing after. It's like, what's the point? Where the Marvel game, you know all the Marvel characters, so it makes sense." Anyways, how about you, Chocolate? Uh, for me, it's the rewards. Xbox rewards. And you still well, haven't sold me. Simply free, free money. But you. It, <laughs> it, it is though. I mean, like if you actually utilize it, they are literally giving away all their stuff. It's. It, it's a. It can be a pain in the bum, but for five minutes of clicking, random rubbish. It. Well, it, it's I think you're crazy. It, it's cool now because they incorporate it with Game Pass to where every month you can get up to like 2,500 points from playing games. So and I did that this month. Yeah, and my biggest problem with it at first was when they first brought it out, they got too carried away with making points gated behind really hard achievements. And like every time I would send in like feedback, I'd be like, dude, this needs to be like easy achievements. Nobody's going to play like that mummy horde game. Uh, I forgot what it was brigade. called, uh, but like. Yeah, strangely, nobody. There was an achievement you had to unlock that was like, you could already tell without playing the game. Super, it was like solve every single puzzle in the game. It's like I'm not gonna do that to get like these reward points. But like, this month right now, all the stuff and the reward points are all easy to get. It's like they're all pretty much play this game, get any two achievements, you get these points. Play this game, get any, you know. I'm so frustrated because it's got uh, Hellblade on there. and I can't get any achievements on Hellblade because I've already done it. Oh, they're not retroactive. no, they're not, and no. that's something I hope they oh, fix. Because not only the, not only is that not retroactive. So let's say you bought a new game that just came out. Like they did this with Anthem, and then days later after Anthem was out, they had a big uh, punch card. So they'll do sometimes they'll do punch cards where it's like, click this punch card, buy the game, get an achievement. You get like crazy amount of points because you theoretically bought a game. But everybody had pre-ordered Anthem already gotten it to play at the day of release so like the bad part was is if you then had already bought Anthem you didn't get those points for when that punch card became available so that part I agree with the the other part I don't agree with um sorry um <laughs> close one chocolate. I'm dying real close almost it was so close <laughs> it just wouldn't let me mute um <laughs> So they can now push, so like for Hellblade, they can push Hellblade to a brand new audience who haven't played it by saying, go play it now, you'll get whatever it is, 400 points if you play it and unlock two achievements. Yeah. So I kind of agree with that part. The punch card bit where you're saying about Anthem, yeah, that that you're, you're diddlying people out of... To be fair, I've never, I've never actually utilized one of those. I've always just did the other stuff. Like I've never... My thing is just like... If I if I happen to buy a game at that time, sure I'll take the points, but I'm never gonna buy a game because of that though. Yeah. But no, no, but with okay. all that said, like yeah, how they're incorporating rewards into this, the fact that rewards, because like let's look at it this way, as far as like if this was my sales pitch to a guy, it's like okay, 
I've sold you on Game Pass for, you know, 10 bucks a month, you get 200 games. What if I told you if you just clicked on a couple surveys for 14 days a month, you actually got those 200 games for literally free? Yeah. D- yeah, done. Like, and, and it takes what's already the best value in gaming to literally a... It's the best value because it's freaking free, literally. So... Yeah, and not only that, but if you buy games from the digitally on the Xbox Store, you get tons of points for that. You get a point per, I think it's like so many points per dollar spent. So like, although that was funny because we Risky had a problem to wear for the longest time. I'm like, Risky, you buy a lot of games. How do you not have a million <laughs> reward points? And then Risky's like, Oh, I figured it out. Does it not count? Uh, like game cards that you've bought? And I'm like, Oh, yeah, I buy gift that's cards on is. the cheap yeah, all yeah. the time. And then yeah, so I don't think yeah. I've ever actually. <laughs> spent like normal money in the microsoft store it's always been gift cards yeah that was the most bewildered i ever was i was like how is that possible you should have <laughs> I've more got than 14 I've points ever had doc, ever it's broken <laughs> i don't understand <laughs> yeah you're like it yeah Rizzy's like this rewards is stupid i've only got 14 <laughs> <laughs> anyways though yeah that that i agree with chocolate rewards couple that with game pass and i it, it sounds like we're just fanboys talking up xbox but like <sighs> I've never, I, like, I've never gotten to, I mean, I've never before in my life spent so much less on video games with how many I'm getting to play. Yeah, I agreed. Best value in gaming. Why not sell it to everybody? All right, and the last question of this mailbag episode comes in from 10,000 Fists. What is your favorite in-game innovation or mechanic that you enjoy using more than any other? Um, his example was the Eagle Vision from uh, Assassin's Creed. Either of you have anything? Chocolate. That's pretty good. Um, <laughs> Not on the top of my head. I'm trying to think back um, now. Right, I can start if you want. Hey. Here I go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> bad. Wait for it. Um, the As far as a mechanic goes, the glue gun in Prey. I thought was super smart because not only was it a weapon, it like created foam, but what you could do is you could literally create like staircases on the wall um, and walk up them. So you could create platforms with this weapon. Um, So it wasn't just a weapon. It had a lot of other utility and that's probably uh, that. I mean, that's really good. I think the nemesis system is an easy go-to as far as best systems or innovations in games. You could argue like the you saw about Eagle Vision, like ba- Detective Vision and Batman, like they've used that in a lot of games, like Hitman, like Agent Vision or whatever. Like a lot of games have that, I guess. But you know that's been a pretty big game, a pretty big, pretty big game changer in terms of how a lot of those games work. I can't remember now in Batman when you went into Detective Vision. It, it just highlights stuff. Were always, yeah, they were yeah. always red, weren't they? But yeah. a few times the the higher heavier enemies would turn yellow is that right is i thought yellow was of? like friendlies or pedestrians maybe I not I, 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 can't, I can't remember now. yeah but it, it definitely like yeah definitely kind of gave different uh highlighted versions but yeah um which i don't know i feel like a lot of games have used that ever since but i don't know it's tough to say as far as what i enjoy using the most or though. the the teleport teleportation in dishonored 2 i thought it was really cool how you could you could like pick oh yeah where you were yeah land. possibly the best skill upgrade yeah, ever in a game. lot of fun <laughs> just sneak right up on people like that uh oh i got one uh the portal the portal guns and gun. portal the portal or guns the gravity gun yeah. from half-life 
or the oh actually Half Life Two the uh, yeah the gravity yeah, physics gun yes one. that's kind yeah. of like best weapons as well but also they're yeah. they're weapons that create whole new game mechanics which that's awesome hey hey risky the weapon in Portal was your mind Whoa. oh bro <laughs> yeah think think I don't about want it to. it's gonna hurt my brain <laughs> all right. I was going to say that portal gun, I never understood how to use it when I first played it. And I managed to put just like a reoccurring I... <laughs> box just dropping. And I was like, what am I was about wrong? to say, Chocolate, I was like, that must have been the most infuriating, longest tutorial of a game ever because that is the game. Is that, <laughs> <gun>? yeah. <laughs> that is that is the entire game. Oh, uh, speaking so of dim. portal and uh, Chocolate, you could attest to this maybe even though you don't use her. But in Apex, Wraith has that portal as like her special which I think, is it Wraith? I think it's Wraith. Yes. Um, it's Wraith, That's pretty yeah. awesome. Just open it up, and then she navigates to where it comes out on the other side, so she can, like, flank around people, and then your teammates can also go through that portal. That That's pretty awesome. Yeah, but so can the oh, enemies. I didn't know that's that. The... That's kind of funny. Well, that that's yeah. kind of like the Catch-22 of it, yeah. It's like or they can it's also great use because it, you like, get yeah. out of your portal, and then you just sit there and look back at your portal and just wait for <laughs> the bad guys to come through and well, smoke them. So I saw someone today on Mixer, and they were they were playing as Wraith. No, the enemy was playing as Wraith, and they opened up the portal, kind of ran round them, and then dropped it, and the enemy went back in and kind of went to where they first started <laughs> their engagement. And this guy's looking round, couldn't find him, then went through the portal and just shotgunned Wraith <laughs> to the face. That's and that hilarious. Was it. Game That's over. hilarious. Won That's the how match. You, uh, you know, he was the champ. <laughs> Oh, that's unreal. part of what makes Apex kind of. I mean, I I don't play it much anymore, but that is what makes that for me so appealing Those and awesome in a way. Like, yeah, yeah oh, it's pretty cool. All right, they're all good. Mine would be the Batman thing, but okay. Detective Let's mode. Pick one of these questions. <sighs> I, I hmm. the front runner for me is probably Trobadors. I feel like we may have had a question like that before, though. Like, create your best video game, like a Frankenstein game. I think we have had, I think we have had that before. Okay, uh, I mean, fist question about innovation and mechanics. Good. Yeah, yeah. Also, his tattoo one wasn't bad, <laughs> especially with chocolate's input. Well, hey, yeah. two well, solid questions from one person. No offense, Free Radical. Both your questions were great this week, but just just under the level we're looking for. For the record, oh. Free Radical, I love your questions, <laughs> FYI. And never never change, right, never so, change. And I'm purchasing a utility kit. Are you, oh, yeah, now I know what that is. Are you guys yeah. good with uh, 10,000 fists for this week? This month, yeah. I yep. should say. All right. Yes, this month. Somewhere, somewhere Ladonians at home being like, still haven't won anything, you well, jerks. got a... What was his question? What what movie makes me cry? You're gonna emasculate <laughs> us all and then ask us to choose you? What? <laughs> he did put the cry face. <laughs> to emoji. be fair, I mean, that does work a little bit in his favor. You know. That all right. So, the rules for this ten thousand fists is you need to reach out to me to get your uh, yes. month of Game Pass. When you do that, I'll give it to you. Otherwise, I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna put it on my account. I thought you were gonna be a I thought you were gonna be a total joke or jerk and be like, "You have to meet me in person." It's like, "Oh man, yeah. loophole for the UK yeah, guys." This is an actual physical month of Game Pass card I have <laughs> in my hand. You have to take it from me. Oh, brutal, <laughs> brutal. All right, hey, two hours ten minutes. 
You are welcome, ladies and gentlemen. And because we made you stay so long, I will keep the plugs short. Head on over to crossatlanticgaming.com. Check us out on Mixer. We're at mixer.com slash crossatlanticgaming. I always forget that. I should probably write it down here. Uh, rate, subscribe on iTunes. Join us on Discord. That's where the most fun is had. Links for that are in the show notes. On um, Twitter and Instagram, we are at CAG Podcast. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, you can do that at patreon.com slash CAG Podcast. Our drawing for that is in two episodes, so plenty of time to get on there. Um, and if you need to reach out via email for any reason, CAG Podcast at gmail.com. Whew, we did it. Chocolate, what time is it? It is 2.13 in the morning. Hey, yeah. that's the perfect time Ooh. to go to bed. I'll I'll go to bed at 2.13 yeah, tonight for you. At, yeah, I think Doug went to bed really late last night. He was I did. online. <laughs> I'm on my, my weekends when I'm off work the are best? all best. That's when you turned into up. the garbage monster? Yeah, 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 pretty much. <laughs> and with that, thank you everyone for tuning into this week's episode of Cross Atlantic Gaming. We'll catch you guys next week for an all-new episode. Goodbye. Take care. Bye-bye. book about anti-gravity it's impossible to put down <laughs> whoever invented the knock-knock joke should win a no bell prize man you guys oh. came prepared today i feel like i should have had one ready i need one more to round yep. it off though i was uh fired from the keyboard factory yesterday didn't put in enough shifts <laughs> and we're done <laughs>